0: This week in Nintendo Main, we have Janet come in to talk about Kirby,
1: and I've got a light reflecting in my eye. What is that? Is that Smash Brothers?
0: It's time we all grow up. Never. <laughs> Nintendo episode 112. 112, an age that we may never live to, unless we survive to, like, the time when we can become robots and all that. But aside from that, we are your number one Nintendo podcast, hopefully. Uh, we're here to talk to you about Nintendo news and other fun things and games we've been playing and, you know, Kirby, also, at the end of the show. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. Couldn't win Splatfest, even with help, Johnson.
1: Oh, I'm Jeremy Cord Killer Mikowski. I'm John, can't win Splatfest
0: 'cause I'm John. Can't win Splatfest because I don't have Splatoon editor. That's true, but you should get Splatoon. Cause it's a great game. It should it's great? Yeah. Uh, it was, well, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, last week, Jeremy and I did a stream where we played. Uh, well, we, we recorded and then we just put it on YouTube. Regardless, you can find our YouTube channel. We played Chicken vs. Egg, and uh, I don't know if you knew. I mean, I said it at the beginning, but we lost. Uh, Chicken we won. Did Egg did not win. But I still ended up getting some of those uh, some of those mushroom uh, shell things. So so did that's I, cool.
1: I got like I got over I got. Over ten of them.
0: Oh really? I, I think I got like I think so. I thought I got like nine. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, it was fun. We we played we played for a couple hours and uh I thought that it didn't record and then it did record, so <laughs> It's pretty cool. I don't know if you listen to it, but uh, I you, you're, like, super loud. I have you turned up way too high for some reason, which I didn't actually get to listen to it to find out that until after the fact. But it's fun to oh, watch. Oh, no,
1: I didn't. I didn't get to listen
0: to it. We have a really hard time trying to link up with each other on Splatoon 2, which is always difficult if you don't have, like, a squad, if you don't have, like, a four-player team, you know, to join up with. But from what I—I I, I Googled it later, after we already did it, but apparently what you have to do is one person will start a match, and then you go to like you know, to like find your friend and then it'll try to put you into that match, but you have to be like really quick about it and that's basically how it works. So we could have tried that, but
1: And you have to whatever. do that each time. It's not like you stay matched up after that or you might you?
0: stay matched up after that. I don't know. We'll have to try it for the next Splatfest. But anyway, we played it regardless and had fun with it and recorded a I conversation. Threw, I actually we played
1: a, a little bit more the next day before I went to work. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I forgot how fun Splatoon was and I was having a good time. Also I got uh, I went I bought that Zappery that you said you've been using.
0: Oh yeah, the NES I, I really like it.
1: It's like a lot more fun in the deathmatch. Like I'm killing a lot more. I'm splatting a lot more.
0: Yeah. Well you have the uh and that's the one that has like the the secondary weapon, right? Where you shoot like all the rockets off your back and you yeah. wanna, like target people. Yep, yeah, it's that and then yeah. it's also yeah, that one's the, really cool. uh
1: it's just like a, a bomb that like covers a bunch of paint.
0: Yeah, doesn't it have the secondary weapon? Doesn't it have the chicken bomb, too? I know one of them does, like the chicken bomb that walks. I think it's the chicken bomb, yeah. Yeah, after we had that interview with uh, Fuchsia, like, way back when she was talking about the chicken bomb, I was like, chicken bomb, what's that? So that was part of, like, me trying to find that. Plus, I really like the Aerospray MG or whatever, but it's like a super move. Isn't that great? You know, so I was trying to find something that had a better super move. And I like that rocket launcher thing, like the shoots off your back where you can target, like, five people at once. Like, that's always a cool thing to do. And, this, and I don't really use a whole lot of the secondary weapons, but the chicken one's good for, for that. Have we convinced you enough to get Splatoon 2 here, John? It is an awesome game, actually, and you'll get a ton of ton of time out of it. People play it for yeah. like 200-plus hours.
2: I think I'll definitely get it eventually. Maybe not right now. I still got to get that new memory card first. But, oh, sure, yeah. Uh, it's definitely on my list.
0: Whenever you get a new memory the, card, you should update get it. PM. If you don't have a new one yet, and, you get, and when you come to Chicago, I'll just give you one. I got a bunch of them. I get a bunch of extra little ones. I mean, they're not that big, though, is the thing. Like, uh, I think they're only, I think it's only like 130 or something like that. I don't know. I'll have to look because I do have a good amount of uh, micro SD cards because uh, I bought a bunch for the 3DS and for the Switch and all that. But yeah, that was... Yeah, I want to get
2: one of the big ones so I don't have to buy five of them.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, ideally, you probably want to get the biggest one you can get. Like, I got a 200 one, and that one's pretty much full, but I'm kind of like... You know, I'm, I'm deleting stuff that I'm not playing, or, like, after I finish something, and I'm like, I probably won't go back to that for a while, I delete it, you know? So that's kind of, like, how I've been doing it. And some of them, I don't know, it depends. Like, if I ever make it through Doom or, like, Resident Evil and, and decide to delete one of those, those are, like, 20-gig games, so it's like, you know, you can take big chunks out like that. I don't know. But uh, that's what we've been doing. Um, but, yeah, Splatoon, Splatoon 2 was really fun. It was fun to do a Splatfest with you. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it. I really enjoyed it, I just
1: wish we could have been on the same team easily. Like I wish yeah. that was easy. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing is otherwise like, it was still a lot of fun. Just,
0: yeah, the game's awesome. It sucks that we could not be, yeah, that we could not be in the actual like virtual world together. You know, we were talking, but we were both in completely different matches, you know? Yeah. So we couldn't actually be like, Oh, isn't that crazy? What happened to that guy over there? I mean, we could do that, but you wouldn't see it, you know? So, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool to do. I had, I had a lot of fun with that. Those splat fests are always fun. And, uh and I started progressing, I, I progressed more through the single player. I think I only have the last set of levels now. Because as I was saying on the video, I can't I can't bring myself to spend money on more single player until I finish the regular single player, you know, uh-huh. so that's my mission. It's been like, I, I got to make it through the single player. But I'm on like the last set of levels. But yeah, that game's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a gift that keeps on giving if you like a third-person multiplayer online stuff, which I didn't even really like it before Splatoon 1. It kind of just got me into it. It was the most I had ever played online multiplayer, you know, was that game. Because because in the first one, they just kept adding stuff like every week, like new weapons, like new stages and all that. So they kept giving you reasons to come back. And it was all free, you know. First time they ever charged anything for it. But on that note, do you want to talk about the Direct? We haven't really gotten Jeremy's uh, thoughts on it. Do you want to jump right into the Direct since I was already talking about it partially? With Splatoon, 2? sure. Yeah. That's or do fun. you want to do... Uh, yeah, you are... guys
1: talked about it um, all. Unfortunately, I had to work. I think I said that last week. Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't working. I was... Uh... I was doing something else that Trey said last week.
0: Oh, fighting the Uka Uka! (laughs) Yeah, I was fighting the Uka Uka, (laughs) which I took from like the one game that I have no interest in playing whatsoever that was on that direct. (laughs) Do you know where the Uka Uka from? Which one was the Uka Uka? It's from uh, Crash Bandicoots the Insane Trilogy.
1: Oh right! Okay, it's the okay. game I will never play I mean, okay, because
0: okay. I don't like those games. So, yeah, the, U- <laughs> the Uka Uka is the is the group that he's fighting, I guess, in there. I mean, it's. It, I think you said this. You said it in the stream, in the Splatoon two stream. But it's a pretty much like somebody saw that part from a Raiders of the Lost Ark when like uh-huh. Indiana Jones runs away from the rock, and they're like, "Man, we should make a whole game like that." Like, no, <laughs> you, no, you shouldn't. You really should not. Don't do that. Yeah, it's like terrible camera angles, and it's a and just and just think that was like that was PlayStation's like answer to Super Mario 64 at the time. I mean, that's a terrible answer. <laughs> it's like this game is no way yeah. is good. I can't believe it's on. I mean, it, I think it was already on uh I feel like the DS had a couple crash games be, either the DS or the Game Boy Advance did. I feel I like so. it has yeah. been on Nintendo in some way before, but if you remember back in the 90s like crash like running around with the uh you know megaphone like yelling at Nintendo in the parking lot and all that, it's like <laughs> Hey, look where you are now, man. Now you're now you're on the system. It's crazy.
1: There is some I did see an old I think someone posted it on NBC. It was like an old ad from back in the day and it it was like, yeah, Sonic on one side, Mario in the middle, and then Crash on the other, and it was like the ultimate battle or something between all the consoles and yeah. now now they've all they really have all lost to Nintendo.
2: Yeah.
1: But Nintendo's like graciously allowing them to continue existing, you know. Like mm-hmm. it was,
0: We'll there
2: was a game on the DS called Crash of the Titans. Yeah.
0: Okay. I thought there was another one. Wasn't there a cart yeah, game also on there? Wasn't Crash Nitro on DS? Maybe. I, I felt like there was it wasn't the good one. It wasn't the good one that was on a uh, Playstation One, but it was a sequel to that, I think, was on was on DS. I want to say Crash Crash Nitro
2: cart Nitro D S. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so there was a there was no, a cart I, game no, on that. No, Game Boy Advance. Oh, Game Boy Advance even. Okay. It was on one of them. Yeah, so, I mean, they they yep. eventually came around. Oh, that one was on GameCube even, the uh, Crash Nitro Kart was. So Yeah, it didn't take that long for them to uh, get on the Nintendo system. But uh, aside from the Direct, I did want to say one quick thing in news before I forget. Speaking of, like, what you're saying about how, like, Crash and, and Sonic are all on Nintendo's side, apparently they aren't because... uh there's gonna be a new Sega collection game coming out for every system other than the Switch and made me really sad. That's the worst because uh guess what's on there? Streets of Rage. And it will not be on the Switch. It makes me very angry. Shouldn't make you angry too, because uh Yeah. I saw I saw it with like you know, there's a picture of like exploding like uh, all these characters exploding out of it and like Axel's there and I'm like, uh oh. and skate and everybody. I'm like, come on. Come on, guys. I thought that you were friends. I thought Nintendo and Sega were like buddies. What's uh you want to make a Sega Greatest Hits game and not put it on Switch? I don't understand. It's not I a graphical thing. I would totally thing. get
2: that. If there were 50 games for the Genesis available on the Switch, like, I'd get that today. I'd make it happen.
0: Well, I mean, it's not out yet,
2: but...
1: Is it? Know. So is no, it I'd like, get it today, uh, but...
2: I'd be, I'd, be so, I'd be so psyched about it, I would go down there and make them put it out today. But, uh,
0: yeah. You'd be like, hey, Sega, uh, get get with it. Yep.
1: yep. Head on over to Sega now and be like, G- give us that disc. It the just Switch doesn't...
0: Switch disc. Yeah, I mean, it, it just doesn't really make any sense like as they why they would not release it on switch i don't really I don't maybe
1: really it'll be announced at e3 i
0: don't know yeah. maybe
2: something better is coming with the virtual console i don't know yeah right
3: i
1: don't think and that's if coming. there is they don't want to release a yeah. gaming collection if they can sell each right. game individual
0: yeah i don't think that's actually coming but well <laughs> you know who knows but <laughs> uh what aside from that aside from me to bring bringer of bad news of a sega collection not coming to nintendo uh what was what was your favorite parts from the direct jeremy well, I'm
1: looking over it again. You know, it was a good direct. It wasn't earth shattering. A lot of stuff that we've wanted to see for a while. Like, okay, so I thought it was cool that Undertale was coming to. Oh yeah. Which I've thought about buying it on PlayStation, even though I already own it on the PC. i have already beaten it, but I haven't played through it multiple times. I haven't, you know, gotten the full gameplay. And the whole time I was playing it, I wanted to play it with a D pad. So I'm pretty excited that I'll get to use a D pad, and so I'll definitely get that, even though I already own it um but yeah it's sound probably sounds kind of generic but of course octopath traveler was like the
0: yeah this has a release now i yes, don't... It's got a release mm-hmm. and
1: i mean it just looks even cooler than it already is
0: i, I don't really i don't ever buy deluxe things but i kind of want the hundred dollar one even though it's like stupid to pay a hundred dollars for a game but especially because i'll probably end up getting it digitally because uh you know, when you get it digitally, you get to play it the night before, and I like doing that. And then I don't have to go get it the next day. And I'm super excited about Octopath Traveler, but it's but still that deluxe edition looks so cool with the pop up book and all that shit. It's like, man, I want that?
1: It does look really cool, but I uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll get it. Um, I I thought it was a joke when I saw there was a Dark Souls amiibo. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah,
0: the praise the sun guy. I mean, that's. Pretty, I mean, I'll,
1: uh... I'll, I'll get it. I mean, there is a Shovel Knight amiibo, so you know, whatever. Yeah. At this point. I hope I this is not that surprising, but that's the least amiibo ish of games I could think of.
0: Yeah, right? Well, I mean, I think they said, like, hey, we're being on the Switch. Uh, we need an amiibo. We really need an amiibo. I mean, why not? If I was making a n- game for Nintendo, I'd be like, I want to make an amiibo. But apparently, I mean, from what I heard from Shovel Knight, it wasn't an easy task, you know, to make one third party. So I'm wondering if, like, from software got help with Nintendo on it, or if they didn't, I don't know. Because I heard yeah. it was pretty difficult to make that Shovel Knight amiibo. Like, because they had to make it on their own. Like, Nintendo didn't help them with it. Oh, really? Yeah, because so they designed it. Yeah, well, it's a third party. Like, they made it. Because every, I guess everybody's allowed to make their own amiibo if they want, but they kind of did that on their own. Like, Nintendo didn't make that. That's why it has like the where you can scan it and all that. Like, that was stuff that they did. You know, so
1: it was manufactured by Just Toys International. That's not what the ami- amiibo are made out of.
0: That's probably the company. I don't know that makes them but uh there was i listened to an interview with the guy with the guy who made it and he said that it was difficult to get the yeah uh, it's
1: a different manufacturer than this nintendo one
0: yeah he said it was difficult so you had to do it so i'm wondering if the if dark souls is like that too Would needless
1: it, to say i'll probably get i'll probably get it just because it's stupid um i want an okami one i want an okami amiibo oh
0: and, and, <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm a tarasu yeah that'd be cool i re-
1: i recently bought this game for gamecube or not gamecube for switch
0: for Wii U, and uh, for I Wii? started
1: playing it a little bit okay, Okami, but it's not the HD version.
0: You mean it's you bought the, it? You bought it for Wii, right?
1: That's what I. That's what I
0: said. I bought it for Wii. Yeah, you said you Sorry. bought it for Switch. I'm like, what? It's not out yet. I yeah. bought it
1: for the Wii. Yeah, you and bought it's the... not the HD version. Kind of want to buy this, even though I I just bought it recently because it's HD. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but you have a if you get a Wii and a and a whatever component thing, you can kind of watch it HD. I mean, it'll be four eighty i I guess, and that one'll be seven twenty p. But uh, you have you have the special version with the uh, IGN watermark on it, then the one that has like that was the picture they took from IGN. Oh
1: right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Because uh, so. Capcom was uh because Capcom had already That's canned right. uh, clo- they had already canned Clover and they needed pictures of it and they stole it from the internet which is funny but yeah I'm excited about that game too about uh Okami HD
1: have you ever played through it did you play it on the Wii
0: uh, yeah I played the Wii version that was the only one that I played I played through all of it there but I uh,
1: remember that game when it first came out it came out for the PS2 originally it and, did uh, yeah it was I game took of the, the whole year. week off of work just
0: I, play it. Yeah, it was IGN's game of the year. I remember I love this uh, this is the way you described it to me now, and I still remember it. You said uh you said you remember that part when you collect all those little like things of light in uh, Zelda? Yeah. And you said like Okami oh, the whole game is like that. <laughs> you know? And it's kind of like that. You know like the whatever they're called, the tears of light. Yeah, the tears of light. You said the whole game was collecting tears of light, which it kind of is. It's uh it b- is. but I like I like it. I like the game and uh
1: It's e- a little less frustrating, but yeah. it's also I mean, I think it'll be more fun to play on the Switch. I don't know in handheld mode if they'll have touchscreen controls. I don't know if we know the full.
0: No, they will. It what, said what? in the direct. It said that uh, that there'll be t- that you can draw it on the screen in handheld mode, and in uh, in like docked mode, you can use the joy to to motion oh, okay. the thing, like like the way you did it on the Wii. Because the Wii, you drew them with the with the pointer control, so it's basically going to be the same way.
1: I thought yeah. it was cool that um, Captain Toad's coming to the Switch, but. I don't want to buy it again just yet. If it's a really, if I don't know, if it's a super budget title, maybe. But there's some extra content that we won't be able to play on the Wii U. That kind of sucks yeah. a little bit, but I don't really want to pay full price for this game again.
0: Well, it comes out the same day as Octopath Traveler also. So that kind of like threw it under the bus automatically for me. Hey, yeah. There we yeah, go. Because it comes out on the thir- on July 13th, which is Octopath Traveler Day. And I'm like, sorry, Toad, you get nothing. But, uh, I mean, the original Toad game wasn't full price, though, I don't think. Wasn't it 50 50- on uh Wii U or was it forty? I feel like it wasn't sixty when it came out.
1: It was it wasn't full price. I can't remember yeah. if
0: it was forty or so something. it might be forty or something. I don't know.
1: There's the WarioWare game, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's three DS I know, but I'll probably still get it because it's WarioWare and I'm a big fan. Otherwise, I mean a lot of these games are ports and stuff that look pretty cool.
0: Yeah. What about Bowser's Inside Story for three DS? That's supposed to be the best one. Did you ever play that one?
1: I I have it and I started playing it on probably like two years ago I bought it. And started playing it, and I played a couple hours into it, and then I just stopped because I got distracted. And so, but I own We're it already. All the same
2: page. We all we all have it, but we all didn't finish it. So I, I think, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> go ahead and finish the one that I already have. Yeah,
1: I don't really care about Bowser Junior's journey. He can he can do that by himself.
0: But it might it might say like what his mom is, like who his mom is. We never really know. Like nobody ever. Said. That's true. Maybe it's Boom was... Boom or Bam Bam or whatever his name is. I don't know. I wanna I wanna it know there's just... the secret story if it's like, oh hey, it really is Peach.
1: I've heard this little nightmares game is not very good.
0: Yeah, I heard from our, our host in the future that it might that I know she didn't care for it, but I still want to try it. I think that I think the art looks It really looks
1: cool. it looks really cool, but I heard it's a terrible game.
0: Or red, red that it was. Yeah.
1: I'm pissed that we're still not getting Tomb Raider. Like where the fuck are we gonna get Tomb Raider on the a Nintendo console. Yeah. Really?
0: You want? Do you want Tomb Raider? No. I, I didn't get to mention it last week because I didn't know, but there were a couple games on the Japanese direct that weren't on the American direct. There's like a new Taiko Drum Master game on there, which mm-hmm. which looks pretty cool. It's going to have music from Splatoon Two on there. Um, that's probably one I could just download, though. Like, I, you could like import it, I guess, because uh, there's probably not a whole lot of text to it. So I was like, I, I forgot that. I forgot that everything's like region free, and I can get on the eShop like as my Japanese account, and I can just easily get it. So I'll probably get that. There was also. Do I have a drum peripheral? you're gonna use the no, you're Joy Cons, use the Joy-Cons, but they're you like the H D rumble is gonna make it feel like you actually hit something with a stick. And I really wanna okay. I wanna know what that's like. You know, I'm a I'm an ex drummer. I played drums in high school not very well, but I did play drums. Um Jeremy and I played in a Played in a Ramones cover band where I played drums back in the day, but yeah, no, I want to try it out, and I like I like Taiko. It's like uh, you know, it was like the more simple version of Konga Donkey Konga, which they're both kind of the same, but
1: so my one of my old roommates had a uh, a Taiko Drum Master game mm-hmm. for the PlayStation Two. It was like just one drum, and then there were two sticks to hit it with. But yeah. They were like the size of breadsticks like you get at the olive garden like the shape yeah. of that and they're everything. huge yeah and like it was i didn't i didn't enjoy it i don't know maybe there's like nuance to how you hit it like yeah. something about how he was playing it like he was better at it than me but he's mm-hmm. also a drummer yeah but uh i just couldn't get into it like usually most music games i can get into pretty quick and i just could never like pick it up i tried over and over again
0: yeah i've never yeah i've never actually played the straight up taiko drum master but from my understanding it's uh they developed Donkey Konga, so it's very close. Like the way it, it has, I mean, it has the same thing. It has like the drums coming by on the. You know, in the conveyor belt looking thing, and you hit them when they go by you. I don't you hit know. them with
1: the Olive Garden
0: sticks. Yeah, with the Olive Garden sticks. But this, but now you'll have a virtual Olive Garden sticks with your uh, Joy-Con. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's not like I mean, if it's like twenty bucks, I'll totally check it out. You know, I mean, it's it's Japan only, but we can totally get it, and it has Nintendo songs on there also. So I'm intrigued by it.
1: I should go to the Olive Garden because it's right next to the Toys R Us.
0: It's yeah, hope maybe that one will close too. Well, I can or see you if you just started. go to the Olive Garden and smack the drumsticks on the table, and there you go. Yeah, but you get no like satisfaction for it. Or like no recognition. It's not like hey, you hit but like ninety nine percent drumsticks
2: drum afterwards. Yeah, and
1: you get that cheese grated on it.
0: Yeah, what you need to do <laughs> is you need to go to Olive Garden. And you need to get some. Uh, <laughs> you need to get some uh, whatever you call them. Some of those uh, rolls, and you need to like you know open it and put your Joy-Con in the middle of there, and then you just play with those and play Taiko, and then you'll feel like you're playing the old one. With those then run into
1: Toys R Us and just start throwing breadsticks at everybody because who, <laughs> who cares it's closing. <laughs> like,
0: who, what are they going
1: to kick me out? I don't give a damn.
0: Hey Toys R Us, fuck you. Here's some breadsticks. <laughs>
1: hey, I got a message for you from Olive Garden. <laughs> Good riddance. Sick of seeing you out the window. Yeah, Jeez. they're like right next to
0: each other. You want to start a fight between two of them? <laughs> You're like, hey, Olive Garden you. Olive Garden fuck ain't you. Going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have uh, Olive Garden go than Toys R Us. That's that's a news item that we haven't talked about yet. Toys R Us is disappearing, which we haven't we hadn't got past the direct yet. But I wanted to mention that. But I love Toys R Us. That I the very first time that I ever bought an amiibo was at Toys R Us. Because I reserved Smash Brothers at Toys R Us because there was a deal where you got some extra money for it or something. I don't remember. There was some sort of pre-order deal. Anyway, I I reserved Smash Brothers, and the first time I ever got Amiibo was there, and that's where I bought the Villager Amiibo. So I have the very first one. And I saw Marth there, and I totally left it there. I was like, that's so dumb. Like, why did I do that? I was like, I saw Marth, and I'm like, "Ah, he'll be everywhere. And I'm like... Like what are you thinking, man? He won't be everywhere, <laughs> you know. I didn't understand. Like I bought I, the Amiibo. I bought. I bought the Villager. I bought Link. I bought Samus. I bought Fox. And that was, you know, those are the ones that I wanted. So those are the ones that I bought. But I didn't realize that like you would have been able to find Link and Samus everywhere, you know, and Star Fox as well. So, but yeah, I'm that's my open
1: an Amiibo on a camera
0: again. That's my <laughs> Toys R Us uh, experience right there.
1: This was a Toys R Us exclusive, I think. Oh, uh, the uh, bright colored, or it was at first. The bright colored,
0: the Mario. Well, Aver that's Mario. the um, that one's called like the current, right, or like the new one because I have the other one, Mo-
1: no, modern color.
0: Yeah, modern color because I think I have the other one where his, uh, where he has the blue shirt and the red pants. There you go. There's another amiibo unboxing.
1: Yeah, uh, box was all beaten up from the cat, and this these are the ones I always, I still see these out all the time. They made a lot of these.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah, I bought a lot of at Toys R Us. They had a they had a lot of those like buy 2 get 1 free deals. I got some. I think I got I bought some of the uh Star Wars, the uh, Disney Infinities there too. But I'll miss it. paid again on Thursday, so I think I'm going to swing by Toys R Us and see what I can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go over there. Like I heard they were closing today, so I didn't go. Like I kind of thought of it, but then I forgot. But uh, yeah, I'd like to go see what's left, see if you can get Well, we've got
1: a uh, friend of the show, Ed.
0: Yeah, Ed works there. Well, he said, yeah, he we're was there, saying yeah. that it was going to be getting a severance package i think or
1: i think that's what he said he was he's getting treated kind of okay because he's worked there for so long
0: yeah from what i remember what i thought he said didn't he say that it was closing right before midwest gaming classic though i thought that's what he said so that yeah, would be like he another had a couple month. of
1: weeks after that
0: yeah unless it's, i don't know i just saw something i just saw something on twitter that was like go now everything must go so you know we should check it out and see if there's any maybe you can well probably not i was like maybe you can get well, some cheap were like, memory there cards there were 800
1: stores that weren't confirmed that they were closing and that
2: that they were confirmed today
0: mm-hmm. pretty much yeah it's sad, though. Like, I loved Toys R Us when I was a kid. That was, like, my favorite place to go to.
2: Toys R Us was, like, the cheap any day of the week Disneyland mm. for a kid. Like, oh yeah, anytime you go there, it was a special occasion. It was the only time where, imagine after a long day of shopping with your parents, whatever, you go to a place where it's only stuff that you like. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I felt the same way when I was a kid. It was great. Yeah, like uh, I love Toys R Us. And one of the coolest experiences from Toys R Us that our generation will remember, but other generations might not, might not, is the whole like, pull the piece of paper from the game, take it to the... Yep. Take it to the thing in the bot in the back with the locked door, and like that's yeah, where all the, the games cage. are, yeah, like the cage, like and you would never and you and like you know you you had to like try to look at like the laminated thing, like look at the back, and it's hard to see, you know, like you'd flip it up and it'd be upside down, you wouldn't be you know it was on there, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. a, that was how I bought Metroid, that's how I bought the first Metroid, and it was on sale for like ten dollars, I think it's in the clearance aisle, remember the world of Nintendo. Oh, yeah, that was a spot in the. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a spot in Toys R Us, right? Yeah, it was dedicated. Yeah, that was like the biggest dedicated Nintendo
2: sales spot in any store. It was the world of Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, I can remember. Seeing that for the first time, thinking, wait, but there's a whole world of Nintendo. Like what is
0: this? It's a whole world, yeah. It's a whole world, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that, a whole world, I mean it was a sign, it was what it really was, but Yeah, but still yeah. I mean there is a world. Like they've created a world, you know, very much like mm-hmm. comics and all that. They all interact with each other. But you yeah, know I've had lots of fun times with Toys R Us. When I was in high school, I used to go there with my friends to look at Star Wars toys and stuff like that. Even when I was a teenager and even later I went back there and would look at whatever the new Toys are. And that was like always my place to go look for like nephews and nieces and all that. And it's a great place. I'm really gonna miss Toys R Us. So that's where you got your
1: nephews and your nieces?
0: I bought them there. Yeah, Kids R Us. It's, you can get kids there on the other side. Is that one going too? <laughs> Do you remember Kids R Us?
1: <laughs> I think so.
0: I have feel like a feeling it's going. Yeah. But uh we well, yeah, Toys R Us, we salute you at Nintendo made Podcast and uh, we will miss you. We will miss you. Gone, that's where like, I got really? uh,
1: yeah, that's where I played oh, a yeah. lot of well, that's why i played mario kart the first time yeah mario kart 64
0: yeah. i should say
2: yeah where that- i saw then 64 for the first time ever i think i've told about it on the podcast before but mm-hmm. like i went to go reserve the 64 and there they actually had it on display and i didn't even know yeah they were gonna have it on display but it was like a month before and i just after seeing it in magazines and whatever and still images like there it was live in person and so i tie that memory uh very tightly to toys R Us and, and yeah, that's the reason, probably above all, that I
0: I'm sad to see Toys R Us go. Mm-hmm. As
1: you said earlier, so eloquently. Yeah. <laughs> did you say again at the top of the show?
0: Yeah. Hey, what did say you say? What? You remember what you said at the beginning of the show? What did I say? That we How have about to. Toys we have to grow up now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have to grow up now.
1: We all have to grow up now.
0: Yeah. That's sad. Mm. Yeah, because it's that uh, my one of my favorite commercials. I don't want to yeah. grow up. I'm a, a Toys R Us kid. I mean, I, I mean, that's pretty much my whole life. Not growing up and still collecting as stuff. As soon as that I, as soon as I heard that
1: Toys R Us closed. I checked my mail and there was I had to make a mortgage payment.
0: <laughs> I own oh, a house. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, like, once you found out the Toys R Us closed, you all of a sudden you were enrolled in law school or something and you decided to be a lawyer. Or like you had to it go to a- business uh-huh. you had to go to business school. You had, you had to be an adult. It's like time to go do fun not fun things uh. for, for money. It's like all of a sudden I realized I was in a business class and I'm like, wait, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where am I Amiibo? I don't like teapots. <laughs>
0: Those are like the two most adult jobs I can think of is uh, business and law. <laughs> like the, you know, like the two <laughs> most boring things in, those are, in my mind.
2: Those are real jobs you can get at the job store. Not the <laughs> clothes. You go to the job store.
0: Yeah. No, you got to go to school. You got to gotta, gotta go major in business. Yeah, yeah
1: what, what are the, what's the, who's the law guy for Toys R Us? What's he going to go do? He doesn't have a job anymore.
0: Well, he used to work for Children's Palace, if you remember that place, and KB Toys, they're, oh, yeah. they're all dead. gone now. So uh, he's going to have to find <laughs> some other toy store. I don't know.
1: Yeah, KB, I miss KB. Like, yeah. All the toy stores are gone. Which yeah. KB whatever. was always
0: overpriced, though. I mean, the, yeah. the video games were least. It was, like, I
2: it was like
1: boutique-like.
2: It was all in the mall. They had to pay yeah. the, the rent at the mall. Yeah, so was- they had to overprice everything.
0: Yeah, I think it was because of the mall. Yeah, I think you're right. But uh speaking of stuff closing, there's another place closing in Chicago, which I didn't which I didn't know about, but I would wanted to save it for the show, but uh people play games. It's closing. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, really that place is closing? Yeah. The place over by you where you used to live.
2: Yeah, I used to go there. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's uh, that's the news. That's the local news. They are closing. I guess they're going to be open. They're going to be open every Friday and Saturday Hmm. till like around the time of uh, Midwest Gaming Classic, and then they're closing for good. So I'll have to go over there and see if they have any sort of crazy sales or anything. I liked that
2: store because that was. I think that came around like that was like one of the two thousand nine.
0: That was like one of the very first like vintage games that I went to, or like used video game stores that I went to in Chicago. I think it was might have been the first one I went to.
2: I think it might have been basically the first one in Chicago.
0: Yeah,
2: as far as I know of, Mm -hmm. Um, and I found out about it because I was walking to work along the same path that I had walked for maybe like four years at that point. Yeah, and then I'm walking by one day, and there's this store. People play games. Like, whoa! Wait a minute. There's like a vintage games store, and it's Mm -hmm. not GameStop or anything else. It's like actually a cool independent store. And so that just blew my mind. Yeah, the yeah, people play games. If you're in Chicago. Go check
0: it out. Yeah, check it out. I think and they're only uh, going to be open Friday and Saturday now, but like until they close for sure. But I think they said that they were open for ten years. Like that sounds about right. I mean, yeah, could they have started in two thousand eight? Maybe so or earlier. I mean, yeah, that could have been the right the right time. I don't know. But I, I saw it on Twitter. I think and a friend of the show, Kevin, uh, posted on on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, Kevin Fair of uh, I Play Games. But uh, yeah, it's a. I'll have to go check them out before they disappear forever. But yeah, it's a sad bit of news that I wanted to mention on the show there. That's where I bought my
2: replacement copy of Ocarina of Time.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't remember if what what I bought there, if anything, but I do remember looking around in there. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the Direct, Jeremy? What about Smash Brothers? Like, let's just talk about that. Like, how do you feel? If you watch my reaction to it, I don't react very fondly because I basically think, at the time, I thought it was a port, so I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. But I've, I'm starting to think that maybe it isn't a port now. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm thinking that too, but, I mean, it's just... A- Smash Brothers usually is just kind of an, an slightly improved iteration of the previous version each time. So if it's a new game, like I guess what's going to be so great in it compared to the last one that just came out a couple years ago? That's why know. I'm not super excited. I mean, I probably will get excited as they reveal more info. Like I remember saying the same thing about the Wii U version, and then I got excited about it because of all like the hype, and all the stuff that they showed it. So I guess. But for now, I'm just kind of like, eh.
0: Well, the last version did come out like five years ago. The Wii U you know, 3DS w- version. Was it really 14? that long ago? Yeah. 2014 was when it came out. Was it 2014? I thought it was 2013. No, I thought, I,
1: it it. I thought it came out yeah. in 20, like, late 2014 because it was... Yeah. Or maybe even early 2015.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought it was at least four or five years ago when it came out.
1: September 13th, 2014.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it's close to four years. A couple couple months away, I guess.
1: Three and a half years old. Yeah. Exactly. Well, pretty much exactly.
0: When was the uh when was the three D S version? When did that one come out? Didn't they come out the same day? Uh no. three uh, D S came out before. The three D S one came out first, which I thought was weird. The three DS game came out october third, twenty fourteen. And uh, the Wii U version came out in November, November 21st, 2014. Okay. It's like three, yeah, three and a half years, I guess. So I guess it's not that old. But I I do remember seeing like Sakurai talking in like an interview or something saying that he wasn't going to make anymore. So that's like kind of made me wonder about it. But maybe maybe it's some sort of culmination or maybe it's like a they have been working on a version. I don't know. I need to see more about it to be really excited about it, you know?
2: I have to think that even when the the Wii U one was coming out, they knew the Wii U was pretty much a bomb, and they were already probably hard at work on the next version.
0: Well, I think at the time when it came out for the Wii U, they were expecting it to be the system seller for the Wii U. I think they expected that Smash. They're like, once we get Smash Brothers on there, that'll be it. You know, that that'll be the one that like brings everybody over. You know, which I guess anybody, I think everyone who had a Wii U bought it, but I don't think it sold as much as they thought. But I figured they were like, this is going to be the big one. And it was still kind of early in the system's life. And, you know, like uh, people were pretty hot on it, I guess. And that was the same day the Amiibo came out. The Amiibo came out the same day as the Wii U one. So, like I said, that was my, I was at Toys R Us. I bought that, bought the Wii U one, and I bought four Amiibo. So, at least one of those is still alive, (laughs) the the Amiibo. But, yeah, um, that seems to be the big, the big thing couple of things that were missing from there like no Yoshi details on the new Yoshi game.
1: Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah. And they didn't talk about the uh, Labo. 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 <laughs> they didn't talk about Labo at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no no Labo. Also for me like no uh, no Dragon Quest 11 release, which I guess that that'll probably be its own like Square thing. Their their own like Square Enix like thing where they announced that, but that's what I was hoping for. I actually put up a meme on Twitter of like of like one of the Splatoon guys with a metal slime in its eye instead of the uh, instead of the Smash Brothers fire because I was like, "Where's my Dragon Quest?" But that, that's what that's what I was really hoping for. But all in all, I thought it was a good direct. Uh, how do you feel about tennis? Like, I was actually really excited about tennis. That was probably my I think that was my favorite one of my favorite games on there was like tennis and Octopath and the Splatoon DLC.
1: I don't care too much about the tennis. Um, I guess the RPG elements of it kind of are appealing to me because i like that in in golf games i played most recently golf story but Mm. uh, but then i have to play tennis oh you're not you're not a tennis fan i've just never really gotten into the tennis games on any console i've tried i even played it on uh the 64 which that version was supposed to be really good yeah the version was really good and i mean it was fun but i never could get like into like i don't know It just never got no it's deeper than it seems and i never caught on how it got deeper than it was
0: did you ever play the game boy advance tennis game no it was like Toadstool tour because that's probably the one to play i guess to get an idea of what this one's going to be because that one had a story mode and rpg rpg elements and all that
1: okay that was on you said game boy color game boy advance oh okay it was so oh there was an rpg tennis game on the game boy advance too yeah
0: there was you can actually get them You can get them both on Wii U on the eShop. Actually, I have both of them. But yeah, there was a Toastel Tour and whatever the tennis one was called, but there's also an RPG, same, same thing with tennis. So that game was cool. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that it might be a big, like, online uh, eSports thing. I think they might be pushing it in that way. So that's why I'm kind of, I think it's going to blow up. Like, they're probably going to try to push it, like, Arms and Splatoon and all that. And, you know, there's going to be online tournaments and stuff. So I think it might, it might be a big thing is what I'm thinking. Put more uh, of my thoughts on tennis. But is there anything else there's, in there?
1: I mean, there's been games before I've had no interest in and then by the time i yeah i might change my mind
0: yeah it seems like a, yeah
2: i feel the same way about tennis i said it before it's like yeah, okay but it has been more intrigued than the previous tennis versions mm-hmm. just because it does seem like they're going to support it and do online tournaments and everything and having the single player mode in there as well uh, with the story mode that sounds interesting to me i don't mm-hmm. know I'll, I'll see what they I'll, I'll see what they do with it and and if it comes down to like 30 bucks i can
0: mm-hmm. do that yeah, it's not till like june, but i'm i'm in i'm gonna I'm gonna get it, but I think I have a feeling they'll be pushing it and doing like d l c stuff and all that so it it should be good. Is there anything else that we missed that you want to talk about on the direct? We don't need to really cover the whole thing because we already did. I just want to know like your particular thoughts. there's anything like, stuck out to you mm-hmm. were you were you upset that there was no partners in time remake? That they skipped that one and went straight to Bowser's story. <laughs>
1: I I'm a little surprised about it, but then I also immediately thought, like, "Oh, this is going to be like their new Super Mario Advance. This is going to be their uh... yeah. This like Super Mario yeah. Advance was all over the place, like in what orders they came out. Well, i completely... like Super Mario Advance Two, Yoshi's Island, or no, what was it? Super Mario Advance Four, 3... Yoshi's Island. Well, Super is
0: Mario it? Brothers Three. Yeah, I thought it was like okay, four yeah, was yeah. Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah. That's right. It was weird, it's yeah. because so Because Mario Bros. 3 came <laughs> out that... last, I think, right? In the advance order. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all that weird stuff. Because I, I didn't even remember Partners in Time until I saw the Japanese direct. And on that one, it says, like, Mario RPG 3 or something 3. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is the third one, isn't it? And I was like, oh, yeah, Partners in Time. The game was so great that I completely forgot about it. Like, I played through yeah, all of that. Yeah, it, I but... played
1: all the way through that one.
0: Yeah, but I was like, man, that one just kind of slipped. Out of my brain, I totally forgot about it. (laughs) But whatever. Any? uh, Have you seen all the? There's a lot of 3ds hate out there. I've seen people doing that, like being angry that those games aren't on Twitch. But uh, all I say to that is number one, that Bowser's Inside Story, they'd have to rework the whole game to put it on the on the Switch. Yeah. And uh, same with the with the WarioWare game. Like it works, it would work better on the 3ds than the Switch, because the way they're doing is they're basically putting all of them in there. They're doing like a mega mix version of it. So you need a microphone, you need like a stylus and all that stuff. And there's no microphone on the Switch. You would have to make everything handheld, so that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. And I guess the Luigi stuff is trying to cater to all the people that bought Dark Moon because I guess they did sell a lot of Dark Moon. So that's, that's my excuse for that. And plus, a lot of people have 3DSs. But yeah, is there? A, did you guys get anything this week? Do you want to do any purchases? I only got one thing. I don't. Know, I don't know if you bought anything, Jeremy.
1: All I bought was the. I bought a new hard drive. But that's not really. It's just going to be for the YouTube, not for gaming.
0: Wait, yeah, but you'll be gaming on YouTube, so you'll use it.
1: Yeah, I'll be able, I'll be able to do a little more gaming with all that extra memory. I'm basically almost quadrupling the amount of memory I have. I mm. now, so that's really nice.
0: Actually, I bought more than one thing. I lied. I bought like Would three. You? I bought like three things. So uh, first game I bought, I bought that Peter Malinu game with with my uh, points, so it was free, just because I wanted to have a new game to play on Thursday. for my new game Thursday, Twitch. And uh, that game's really weird. Is it? Is it revolutionary? It's fucking weird, (laughs) is what it is. I don't know... Yeah. I can't really tell. I don't really necessarily not like it. It's just a really strange game. You basically, you run along a trail, and you can't move outside of this trail. So it's like, you know, it's like an on-rail shooter, except you don't shoot anything. And you sort of point at things and, like, grab stuff as you're walking down this trail. And then you'll, like, stop at a campsite, and you can trade stuff with other people. And you'll get a mission that says, like, hey, chop down, like, five trees on this next trail. And then you'll do that. And that's basically the whole game. And you, <laughs> and you like, go down the trail farther. I don't know. It's, really, it's a weird-ass game. And I don't know what they were trying to go for on it. It was kind of like, if you watch my video of it, I'm kind of just like, I don't really get this game, but maybe people like it. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. you can craft things like Minecraft way, you know, you could do that, like, you know, make your, make your own shit, but there's no like real survival. I guess, I guess you'll get hungry and you have to feed yourself, but there's not a whole lot of like, I don't think you can get dysentery as far as I know, but it's a strange ass game. It's uh didn't didn't really hit and it didn't really hit for me. I mean maybe I'll try it later when I get bored or something. But it was kind of like but I used my gold coins for it, so it was free. So I didn't really feel that bad. I mean it was one of those experiences that I'm just you know I needed to try it out. I guess. That called again. Uh, the Trail uh, Frontier Challenge.
1: The Trail Frontier. Frontier I know it, sound, Challenge. it
0: sounds like the lamest game ever, which it kind of is. I, I also bought a. I also bought Kirby Tilt and Tumble. I bought the Japanese version, nice. and I realized that this game is like kind of really hard to play if you don't have like a uh, Game Boy Color with a Game Boy Light because it's a you know it, it's um it's, it has a gyroscopic sensor in it. It's like one of the first games that did that, and uh, it's been it's meant to be put in the top of your Game Boy. And if you have any of the new Game Boys, the Game Boy Advances, where it goes in the bottom everything's reversed so it's kind of hard to play the game like that because the game you play it by moving it and all that so basically i had to play it with the original game boy advance and use like a headlamp so i could see it and play it like that but it's uh it's cool i just kind of really wish i would have got it at the time you know in game boy colors some games like that are kind of hard to do if you don't get it then because it's made to be played a certain way but uh i also bought i also bought kirby triple deluxe for this for this week's topic just because I've had I've been having Kirby fever all week. If you tune into our YouTube channel youtubecom Mater, I've been doing 5 days of Kirby. Uh there's 4 of them up. I have one more to put on, which will probably it'll be up by the time you are listening to this, so check it out. Anyway, I did I did like some of my favorite ones. I did uh, Kirby's Adventure, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, uh Superstar, I don't remember what else. But there's there's a bunch of them on there. Check them out.
1: Wow. Oh, there are you went on a Almost like you do with Sonic. Pretty similar.
0: Yeah, no, that's actually what I was kinda trying to do, do another Sonic thing, except not seven days of Kirby. I did five days of Kirby. Because I started on Saturday and there was only five days left before it came out. So but yeah, I played a bunch of Kirby on there. But uh Triple Deluxe is really cool. It's it's twenty bucks. If it was forty I wouldn't have got it, but it was less. So I was like, hey, why not? And it's good. I mean, I like three DS. I, I think the three DS Kirby's are some of the better ones. Like I say like uh like Dream like Return to Dreamland, uh Triple Deluxe or, or Planet Robobot. Those are all like great games to play if you have 3ds. Is there uh, is there any other news? Well, actually, there is. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to mention before we before we switch to our topic. Have you been looking at the shop at all, John? Because I did find a hilarious game in there that made me thought think of you in the eShop. Uh, no, I've been looking, but what game are you talking about? Well, it's. Uh, I, 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 I want to give you a hint. I guess are you bad enough? That's my hint. <laughs> Oh man, is it? I uh, mean, what am I blanking on this? Bad dudes? Yeah, there's a fucking bad dudes game on here. Bad dudes. vs. bad versus, dudes game. Bad dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Are you bad? It's enough? already on
1: the eShop, or it's coming out.
0: It's coming out on the twenty first.
2: Oh,
1: okay.
0: But I mean, this that's is just an
2: arcade a, port. Is it another ACA game?
0: It's not an ACA game. But it's—I'm curious as to what it is. It's like 57 megabytes, and it's ten dollars. So you could totally get it if you wanted. I'm just like—I'm really interested as to what as to what it is. It looks like an old arcade port, but it's not the official like arcade archives game. Got
2: it. Yeah. But uh, Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja was the original game it before must, it became okay. just Bad Dudes on the NES.
0: Yeah, but it's Bad not, Dudes with attitude. Yeah, but it's not hamster. It's a uh, well, it says it says action arcade fighter. So yeah, I mean that might be it. It must be it, but it doesn't. It's not the official ACA game. It just says just says bad dudes, bad dudes for Dragon Ninja. So yeah, is it a remake or something? Or it looks like I mean, I mean, look at it. It looks like it looks like the original game, old school. Yeah, Yeah. but it's not made by Hamster. It's not ported by Hamster. Got it. But yeah, that was one that just kind of came out of nowhere. There's Attack on Titan two. It's like a crazy anime game. That's like sort of like uh the um kind of like those warriors games. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you basically. I watched some videos of it. It's like a $60 game, so I can't bring myself to get it. But, yeah, no, I watched some gameplay of it last night just because I was really interested. And, uh, yeah, you kind of like shoot around and, and fight these giant people. And it kind of. They said it feels a lot like uh, Dynasty Warriors, except with giant titans. You know, so it's the same sort of thing yeah. where it's kind of basically. I think like, it's made by Koei, right? By Koei Tecmo? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is techmo. So yeah, it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much like Dynasty Warriors meets Attack on Titans. Giant people. Yeah. It looks like Which it I look- love that
2: show. It's great.
0: Yeah, I've never seen the show, but it looks crazy. The show is really good. Yeah, yeah the game looks crazy, like because it's a lot of like you fly around and uh, you know attach yourself to buildings and like and there's a lot of blood, like you you know cut all these naked titans running around and there's blood everywhere. Looks like a looks like a crazy game. Like that's another that's another one of note, I guess. I don't I don't know what the S and K games are for this week, but aside from Kirby, there's not really a whole lot that I saw that stuck out to me aside from. Attack on Titan 2 and Bad Dudes. They are releasing a Shantae and the Pirate Curse. I think that's the Game Boy Advance one. Like, they're re-releasing that one. I feel like I already have it. But, yeah, that one's 20. Is there any other news you guys want to talk about?
1: Oh, well, I wanted to explain why I called myself uh, Cord Killer. It wasn't some reference to going all wireless. In um, Geist, that's the first... Well, that's the second boss you fight, but then he runs away. But the first video I posted on YouTube, I he beat me. Second video, I kill him, and I and I mean, I really kill him. So check it out if you want to see me kill Cord.
0: Oh, his name is Cord. Yeah. That's the Cord Killer. Yeah. Check that out on our YouTube channel. It'll be some Geist.
1: I'm gonna post that. It'll be up by the time this is posted.
0: All right, cool. We'll be right back then. <laughs> So we have Janet here again this this week to talk about Kirby. Hey, guys. Hey, Janet. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I wanted to, you know, Kirby's coming out this Friday, the new Kirby Star Allies game. And I kind of just wanted to—I don't know—I wanted to have somebody on who's a pro a pro Kirby. I mean, I'm pro Kirby too. I think Jeremy is as well. It's unfortunate John can't be here right now. He's working late because he's a not necessarily anti Kirby, but he he only played Kirby one, so he thinks it's too easy. You know, which that game is kind of easy. But yeah, I thought it'd be cool to have you on here for something that you uh, that you like. You know, <laughs>
3: <laughs> at last
0: yeah what's uh i don't know where, where do you guys want to start like what why don't we do this uh, what's like your first experience with kirby you go first
3: yeah. yeah sure thing um i think it's a good place to start for me um my first experience with kirby was on the game boy yeah it was just it was one of the first video games i can really remember playing and yeah it was great i just kind of have you know that iconic memory of like fighting the tree and all of that stuff um <laughs> and like you know playing in black and white where kirby like is white even though obviously we know him today as being pink uh and yeah i just remember it being a lot of fun like it's a pretty intuitive platformer and it was probably like one of my first experiences with a platformer that felt like of both quality and like a level of approachableness which isn't something that i always got from my <laughs> games growing up uh you know flashbacks to donkey kong like it's hard to see and hard to play because it's very difficult um so yeah i remember that, that it's just being like really crisp um, I think the fact that it was so like cartoony really helped with that, you know, especially on the older systems, because it just kind of like it's really easy to I mean they're very basic shapes, right? It's kind of why Kirby is even designed this way. Like he's just a little circle, like you know, easy to draw is the whole point of his design. Um so so yeah, that was my first memory of Kirby and it was a, a really positive experience. And I feel like it kind of set the tone for what Kirby's always been for me, which is you know, a really fun time. Uh, Kirby games have never been, like, you know, my games of the year, but they're always, like, really positive, fun, quirky experiences.
0: And Kirby, I was going to say, Kirby was fully white in that first one. Like, if you look at the front cover of the very first yeah, Kirby. Yeah, yeah, He is completely white, which I always think looks, looks weird. But uh, And I th- wasn't <laughs> he originally designed to be, like, a floating smiley face, like, pretty much, like, was kind of the idea. Didn't think, they call him the a marshmallow,
1: like, at some point? And he was, like, a think marshmallow a blob. ball.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought the original, or I, I felt like I heard somewhere that Hal's original design for it was just basically like, it's just basically like a smiley face, you know, with a body around it and all that. But uh, yeah, I think I think that most of our uh, first experiences was with that very first uh, Kirby. Did you play it on, what kind of Game Boy did you play it on? Did you play it on like the original brick or like uh, one of the pockets or like? Or, like, an advance or?
3: I played it on the pocket. Um, It's funny because, like, as a kid, I remember the brick one being huge, like, just ginormous. And then when I saw it, like, not too long ago in my adult life, I'm like, Oh, I mean, it is larger, but it's not. Yeah, it's really not even that big. But, like, in my child's mind, I swear to God, I thought it was as big as, like, the carrying case that it comes in. Like, in my brain, how large it was. But in reality, (laughs) it's actually not that big. Uh, Yeah, I played it on the pocket.
0: Yeah, I have mine on my shelf here. It's It's pretty big. It's still pretty huge. Yeah, like, like, it is, but it's it's like the size of my hand. Because, you know,
3: know, I was, like, five. So I was like, oh, (laughs) it's, you know, it's, like, huge. But, uh, yeah, pocket for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I ever actually owned the game, but I remember playing it. And it's, you know, it was an original Game Boy game. So it's pretty short. You can beat the game in an hour, probably at the most. And uh, <laughs> I remember playing it all the way through, and I remember it being kind of easy, but I was still like, "Oh, this is fun for what it is," you know. I mean, I like like King DDD and all that at the end, like when you fight him in the in the ring. I thought that was cool. But uh, I had, yeah, I had to play it on the first Game Boy that was all like uh you know green on green, and it was really hard to see. And I, I did have a Game Boy light that you put on top of it, so you kind of see it better. But I used to have this weird thing that like it was like it like opened from the front and it had like two speakers and like a big like magnifying lens and like another light and and like the this thing that you put on the buttons where the buttons stick out further and there's like a joystick oh i think it was, i've like, seen this so, before it's it, kind of like, like, like so it's ridiculous like way bigger
3: than the system itself right it's almost yeah. like a fake like a, you like put your system inside of it and it has like, like all yeah. these kind of enhancements to it
0: yeah there's like two things there's like a thing that you put on the front that has the two speakers that open up, and then there's a magnifying thing that you pull out that makes the picture bigger. And then there's a light inside of that, and there's also another plastic thing that you put over the buttons. It was like the dumbest thing ever, but I got it for Christmas one year, <laughs> and I played the crap out of it, so it's pretty hilarious. I wish I could remember what it was called, but, nice. and I'm sure I have it somewhere. But, but yeah, that was, that was my first, that was my first Kirby experience as well. I think that was, I mean, that was probably all of ours. The most memorable one for me, though, was, what was a superstar when, uh, Jeremy and I played that one together. Because I never played that one. That's the one that made me be like, "Oh, I really love Kirby." What did What did you got, Jeremy?
1: Yeah, I mean, you called me out. So we got a uh, Game Boy and a Game Gear at the same time. Like my dad bought them at a pawn shop or something, and uh, he he gave them to us for my birthday or Christmas. I don't know. It was m- me and my brother were sharing them, but I remember like you know thinking the Game Gear was the coolest, and everyone saying the Game Gear was the best. But I ended up liking the Game Boy better. The games were better, and the first game I ever beat on Game Boy was. Kirby, because we got that. We didn't have a um, Mario Land, so that was, I think, the second game I beat. But Kirby was definitely the first. and I felt pretty good, you know. I beat a game on the Game Boy, but it's really easy. <laughs> but the music—I remember the music was something that really stuck out to me. Like uh, it's still, I kind of like, brings a lot of nostalgia when I hear the doo do like that sound. You know, the extra life sound. And then, uh, mm-hmm. I remember getting really hungry when he was like eating hot dogs and stuff. i like, oh, <laughs> hot like, some cotton candy that looks really good.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, he's. I don't I don't know if he actually has teeth, but if he did, they'd be like all gross and brown and uh, rotten. <laughs> but there's and all some that, pretty he eats scary a lot of stuff shit. if you look <laughs> on the internet
1: where people have rendered Kirby. I was just
3: about to say the the fan art is <laughs> yeah. uh, gets dark really quickly.
0: I just uh I the one that I think of is the one like where he takes his shoes off and his feet are like really huge. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one's you have you seen that one? Yeah, he's just like he's just this big uh, this big round flesh thing with with feet and. Yeah, he's cute though. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I mean, I always figured the shoes aren't even really attached to him. They're kind of just, you know, they're kind of just there. Um, yeah,
3: kind of like a like a chubby Rayman, basically.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, with his uh, detached uh, arms and feet and all that.
3: No, so he has elbows and Star Allies, like tiny little elbows. According to some of like the art, like the art oh. from the game um it's very subtle but
0: no oh, i played the demo twice and i didn't then i didn't look for elbows i should have but uh
3: just in some of the arts so maybe not like in how the game like play actually oh, okay. goes but like the art for him like there's like a picture where he's kind of like with his um i guess shoulders in a diagonal position and he has like a little tiny elbow um oh. so i don't know i don't know if they really thought that one through but but it's there <laughs> Yeah, and I a, saw it from like a comic, like a fan comic that someone did, where they're like, he's just gonna keep becoming like more limbs, until it's like really <laughs> gross.
0: Until he's like a it's, photorealistic Kirby. When they get to like four K Kirby,
1: it's probably so he can elbow drop a uh, swole King DDD. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah, he's...
3: Mm, he's Cause, like way too. Because Dated is all, OP. Yeah.
0: He's all huge. Now. And like <laughs> yeah. I know Kirby's
3: easy, but I I low key almost died. I'm I'm willing to admit that on this podcast tonight. Um, and it was me and my brother, and I'm like, whoa, hold on, like get a little too close to death here. I'm gonna let the CPUs take this one. off.
0: On. I was uh, I found it interesting because a lot of people, well, a lot of people been saying like, oh no, it's too easy. Like the computer fights for you, and I'm like, you know, it's been doing that for a really long time. Like in Kirby Superstar, they fight for you also. Like it's the same sort of thing. If you're not paying attention, they might beat the beat the bad guy for you. Where with where you get when you get really farther into the game, they don't do that. But towards the beginning, they might, you know, because you could do the same thing where you could make a buddy to go along with you, and now you can make four of them. So or make three of them. So what's a uh, what's the Kirby that you have there? The stuffed one is it the angry Kirby with the down uh, with the down eyebrows?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's def- it's Angry Kirby. Angry. We determined this is a beetle, right? Like a beetle. Yeah, horn uh, hat thing going on right rhinoceros. Yeah.
0: yeah, I forget. This which is the one. only
3: Kirby plush I own right now, though. I want to get more. Um, I'm kind of sad this is the Angry Kirby instead of like Happy Cute Kirby, but it's still cute because I mean it's Kirby, so so it works out. Um, but yeah, definitely one of my favorite Nintendo characters. It's like I think other than like you know thinking of Mario, who I mean I like his games, but I wouldn't say I really like like him in that way right i have like a yoshi but i don't have like a mario because like he's not that exciting to look at um but you know both in cuteness but also in nostalgia uh for the games definitely like kirby and yoshi are kind of like fundamental for my like nintendo collection mm-hmm. um but yeah
0: what was uh, i i said it earlier but what was the kirby game that like basically made you like a fan like i know uh, the first one was your first one but what was the one that mm-hmm. was like oh okay this is cool you know like uh because that first one was kind of like so quick for me. It was like such a breeze, you know, as they say in the Superstar, you know, it's like a spring breeze. But it just I kind of like went right through it. And I was like, Oh, that was fun. You know, that kind of too easy. But that was fun. But then later when I played Superstar, I was like, Oh, he can do all this other shit. That's cool. You know, like, what was the one yeah. that like made you th- made you think? Uh, oh, yeah, no, I like Kirby. You know, like really. I think it was it.
3: kind of honestly like pretty immediate for me. Um, like I'm really I mean, I love platformers and I'm really drawn to cute characters, like in general. And I would say Kirby, like, is probably the cutest Nintendo character. I think even cuter than Pikachu. So, um yeah. so that's awesome. And then also the thing I really love about Kirby games, um, you know, with the capture mechanics and things like that, um, in terms of abilities, the capture ability mechanic. If you think capture, you think of just Odyssey, but um but I just love how like Kirby just becomes so many things, and is so like transformative, and I think that's so intriguing in uh, in terms of gameplay, but also just like so aesthetically pleasing. It's like, oh, now he's like has flames. Now he has like an ice sword. Now he has now he's like this other thing. Um, and I loved how he could become like all these different things all the time. Um, and then also like I thought it was really cool how like visually they have like, he doesn't just have like a new ability. He also has like a new look to him. Um, like I think that was one that's one of the cool things about like kind of going back to the Yoshi Kirby comparison. Like, when Yoshi, like, gets, you know, weird and out there and becomes a helicopter and stuff, it's just like, oh, everything's getting crazy. Um, and I really love that. It's just genuinely fun. Um, So, I'd say from the get-go, uh, the weird thing about me is, like, I love Kirby, but I actually haven't played, like, as many of the games as you would think. Like, I missed a lot of, like, the core hits. Um. I'd say my favorite Kirby game, just from the ones I've played, is the one on the NES, which I actually didn't play until I got the mini NES mm-hmm. or the Nintendo yeah. Classic Edition. That one's actually hard, um, but I, I think. Yeah, I played through that whole bit, and I I loved it. That was my favorite one, just because I felt like it was so like dynamic, and also had a little bit of challenge to it. Mm-hmm. Like that final boss was not a joke, <laughs> um, in that game.
0: No, oh, no, no. And
3: um, and yeah. Other than that, I've played just a couple random ones here and there. I, I did Mass Attack on the on the DS. Um, I miss RoboBot just because I ended up not picking it up and the Switch came out. And I played uh, Rainbow Curse on the Wii U, which, you know, wasn't my favorite experience ever because after a while, the drawing gets a little tedious. But, like, I still really enjoyed it because every game is just so different that I feel like, you know, my experience might be anywhere between, like, you know, maybe, like, a seven to an eight and a half, but like I'm still having fun either way. Um and that that's always been the case for me with Kirby games. So yeah, it was it was pretty immediate that I just love the the design and how like the aesthetics lend themselves so well to the gameplay. Like it's also seamless that uh Kirby just always stuck out to me as, as a favorite.
0: I really I really like the clay one, uh Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. That was uh did you ever play the Canvas curse, the one before that on DS?
3: I did not play that Canvas. That was like the curse. first one. Um but I, I saw some of the the gameplay and yeah, it's very similar mm-hmm. with the kind of drawing of the lines um
0: yeah i I mentioned it i mentioned on my stream just because i felt like they kind of came out at sort of the same time because like canvas curse was like one of the very first like ds games that i liked because it was like the very beginning of the ds and like it was at the time of like i had just gotten the system there wasn't a whole lot of games out but i really wanted to play the ds and Canvas Curse was the first one that I thought like, thought, like, felt like a whole game, and it wasn't just a demo, you know, because a lot of the early stuff was demos, and mm-hmm. I really liked it because of that. And I kind of felt the same one way when the Wii U one came around, because there wasn't a whole lot of games out, and I was like, oh, but there's this Kirby one, you know, and it was really, really fun. And the, like, clay animation in that game looks so fucking good, like, uh... I don't know if you've seen if like when the last time was you played it, but I just played it yeah, again. It was only like a year or two you
3: ago know. that I played it actually.
0: Yeah, it's pretty just, recent. I just played it last night and I was like, Holy shit, like these an- this animation looks so good. Except for unfortunately you have to watch the game pad the whole time. Like you can't watch it on the T V, which looks better because all of it's you know, all of it you play it on the gamepad, so but but it looks it looks so good. Like I really wish they would do another clay anything. Like it's just the way the, the little clay characters in that look so fucking amazing that it's like
3: yeah the yarn yeah. even though I didn't, I didn't own a wii u a wii actually i owned a wii u um i didn't own the wii on principle because i didn't like it um but the but like the yarn kirby also was like really pleasing in terms Epic of the yarn. visuals. Yeah. so um yeah kirby literally and figuratively wears many hats
0: yeah the no yeah and there's a lot of them yeah there's like you're saying there's the core ones and there's also the ones like mass attack and uh or like more like a. The block block puzzle one or whatever—they're like completely out there. Yeah. they're kind of
3: you know Kirby Golf. Like it just goes crazy.
1: Yeah, Kirby's Dream Course is a uh, kind of a sleeper hit. It's hard, but it's really fun, and it's got Kirby in it.
3: Yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet, but um, I have a friend that like loves that. I think it's the only Kirby game she's played, and she's like, it's so good. Um, oh, wow. So Do you yeah, have I need
1: to SNES classic.
3: Yeah, I have the NES and the SNES Classic because uh, they're adorable. So I have to get both of yeah, them. And now at this point, it's a compulsion. So I hope they don't come up with anything else because I don't want to have to buy it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, get, I get angry as soon as I find out they're coming out because I think about Not the frustration I'm going to yeah. have in the future <laughs> because I have to have it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's a uh, Kirby Golf is on uh, is on the Super Nintendo Classic, right. so you can that's play it on I there. Ask. Yeah, yeah so it's, a... it's
3: there. I just haven't played it yet. But yeah, I'm mainly going through all the Kirby games for Kirby and all the Kirby and Yoshi games on those consoles, and then and then I'll make my way around to everything else.
0: Did, did you play Superstar?
3: I did not play Superstar
0: because uh, that one's that's that one you should play because uh, that was like I said that was the one that like drew me around to Kirby when I realized that there was a lot more because. There's like eight games on that. Plus, I remember buying that. I think I bought that with you, Jeremy, or we played through it together. I know we played through it together, but uh, I don't know if we bought it, if I bought it with you, or if I already had it, or whatever. Because I know I got it used. Like I didn't get it when it came out, but it's a lot of fun. Like there's a lot, of, there's a lot of cool games and stuff on there.
1: Yeah, I think you must must have bought it used, and then I had I had it in uh whenever it first came out, late junior high, early high school. My brother and I played the crap out of that game, like because you could play two-player on most of them. I think the Great Cave cave Offensive, and there's another one that was one-player. Milky Way Wishes, I think, it was only one-player, but a lot of them you could play two-player... Or no, Milky Way Wishes was two player.
0: Yeah, I think you can do all of them. Milky Way is just the one you Not can't. Not great.
1: You can't do it in Great Cave Offensive. That's only one player.
0: You can't? I, I thought yeah. that. No, no, you can. You can do two player because. Uh, Are you sure? Great Cave Offensive is a lot easier if you do it with two players because I I tried to do it on the on the virtual console because it was so hard that I tried to just put another controller in to do it, but I couldn't get very far. I think I think you can do both.
1: Oh, we'll have to go back and check, but yeah, we beat. I remember we beat Milky Way Wishes by uh, one of us was the Rock. We would just keep, like, turning into the rock. That way we could keep respawning. If we died on the final boss, we could just keep respawning if one person stayed the stone the whole time. So we'd take turns, like, who was the stone? Because it was boring. Stone.
0: (laughs) Do you you think... Yeah, the stone is probably the most boring one. What what game do you think was the one that uh, made you love Kirby, Jeremy? If If it wasn't the first one?
1: Well, it probably was the first one, but yeah, Kirby Superstar was definitely, you know, that was kind of... We didn't even know... Like, yeah, it wasn't following any kind of magazines or anything. So I didn't even know it was coming out. It just was at the rental store one day. We are like, what's this? It's another Kirby game. And just kind of pretty surprised when we popped it in and it was full of like all these games. Like there's so many games. It was just, like a value pack.
3: Classic. When's the last time you had that experience? <laughs> Going into somewhere and picking yeah. up a game you didn't know anything about and uh, then taking
1: it home? Uh, sadly, it hasn't happened since I was a child. Unless. Once I got once I got internet access, I was always trying to look up all the games and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, now they're expensive that it's kind of like, it's hard to take a chance, I guess. Even though some of the cheap indies take a chance on, you
1: know. Well, my parents would let us rent like one game a weekend if we were good. and So that was one that we rented and then played it a lot and then ended up re-renting it a couple of times. And then eventually my parents were like, let's just buy it. <laughs> you, guys, you guys keep renting it, and it's probably cheaper to buy it. And we got it used, but mm-hmm. like 10 or 20 bucks, it was cheap. But it's Sweet. one of the games probably we played the most on our Super Nintendo because it was two players. and It had eight games on it. I'm looking at a screenshot of it right now.
0: Yeah, and that one was re released on DS also, right? On Nintendo DS. There's like yeah. a Kirby Ultra Superstar or something.
1: And the Wii. Like they released it as a full, like an actual.
0: Oh, yeah, like yeah. There was a, goodbye for the Wii. It was the Kirby, was it like 20th, 25th anniversary, something.
3: 20th anniversary, yeah.
0: It was like the had a couple of
3: the hit games in there.
0: Yeah, it was like when they re-released the Super Mario All-Stars, like, in a box. Like, it was kind of like that, except it had, you know, it wasn't just, like, one ROM. You know, it was, like, better than uh, the than Mario All-Stars one. But it was a similar similar sort of celebration thing for it. What's a, I, I feel like Kirby Superstars, like, a really good inter- introductory game, I guess. If you played the first Kirby and thought it was too easy or too short or whatever, that one's great because it, like, starts with that Game Boy one. Like, you play through it all as Spring Breeze, and then from there you go to, like, the, um... To, like, to, like, a Bird, and then, like, uh... And then the, um the Meta Knight thing with the ship and all that. And it seems to get like cooler and cooler the farther you get into it, I think. And that one's one you should definitely play on the Super Nintendo Classic. Whenever well, what, you get it
1: what's really up. cool is once you do Milky Way wishes, um, you no longer copy abilities, all the abilities you have to find. Yeah, you collect yeah. them. Yeah. But once you have them, you can use them at any time. Like you yeah. can activate oh. the ability. So it kind of like, that's it's why like Mega I, my brother and I were yeah. able to be invincible because we could keep changing who we were and respawning. And so, I mean, if you're playing two players, might as well. Yeah. might as well cheat the system but
3: <laughs> yeah for sure it's it's
1: kind of fun like i think the laser one was my favorite or no it was the it's the flame guy that flies around and you can like charge his flame you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. it's like a blue flame that was my favorite so once i got that i was stoked and that's the character i was most yeah, of the time for sure and then used- if you were, if you were the second player you could fly like you can just float wherever you want to go cool as that character
0: i use the um i used the like ness equivalent on there a lot the yo-yo he basically Mm. looks just like ness from earthbound i don't know if earthbound was out yet or not when that came out but he totally looks like ness
1: yeah it was out before i think superstar came out in 96 it was kind of a late release
0: Oh, okay yeah because like i said i didn't play it until after until after it was released so but yeah he, he was he was a good character to play as on there um Aside from the the Beetle one, which I liked him a lot, I, I think I used the Beetle one on a uh, Return to Dreamland, which is the Wii one, which you can get on Wii U, the Virtual Console, which is how I got it because it's like way more expensive to buy, like on, as the uh, Wii game. I think it's like sixty bucks or something like that.
1: I remember being really impressed with the uh, the one on the sixty four too. Like I probably played it shortly after the Superstar at my friend's house and I think we read that one too and played through it pretty quick it's pretty easy but it's a lot of fun it looked good it was one of my first two two 2.5 D games that I played
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked, I liked how you could combine, like, a lot of the powers in that. And I forget how you do it. I think it's, like, the clay power and the laser power or whatever, but you can make a lightsaber. Like, you can make a double-sided lightsaber. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because it came out, like, you know, around the time of me, like, being super Star Wars boy and all that. So I was like, oh, my God, there's a lightsaber in Kirby. Like, so fucking cool. And this was, like, pre-Smash Brothers probably, right? Like, before they put the lightsaber in there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was pretty cool. That, one, that was another one that's, like... Uh, it's not that long. It was like a rental, and I beat it over a weekend, but I was like, yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know? I feel like every Kirby game I've played, is like, I've been pleasantly surprised in the end. Like, I always expect it to be... I don't know, for a while there, I didn't I, I didn't expect a whole lot, and then I'd be like, oh, this is actually good, and now I just kind of realize that they're all good, and I should just stop, stop downplaying them, I guess. Then yeah,
3: I'll... I think it's kind of people's, like, nature when it comes to Kirby and downplay it. Like, even me, like, I really like Kirby, but I'm like, okay, this is gonna... Like, I always go in expecting, like, not, like you know a 10 or like maybe not even like a nine but Mm. like a really really like fun eight (laughs) um and like and so usually i get a you know a little bit more than that just because like what i think it you know it makes sense for why our expectations are always exceeded they're not like super high we know kind of what a kirby game involves but then like obviously with each new iteration of kirby like the developers are thinking of like new things that we're not thinking of so like they have surprises up their sleeve that we can't really comprehend. So then when we experience them, they're always like surprising and joyful and like, oh, look, I didn't I didn't think this would be in here or that I'd have like this fun moment in the game, um, which, you know, obviously we wouldn't because we didn't make it. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of like the cycle of, of how Kirby games work in terms of like you get it, you play it and then you're like, oh, I'm having more fun than I thought I was. This is awesome. Um and then it's over usually pretty quickly and then you're like, Yeah, that was good.
0: Oh, cool. What well, what's your favorite Kirby game, John? <laughs> my favorite Kirby game. Oh wow. Hi Jen, how you doing?
3: What's going on with that Mario in the background? Are we just gonna act like that's Oh, thing? Yeah. Like...
2: Yeah, no, this is my Mario from my sister. Uh yeah, she gave that to me for my birthday like two years ago.
3: It's all so decked out. I got him
2: all, got him all, all decked up. On? Yeah, I got him uh Drinking his Mario soda. It's out of frame. There it is. Yeah. So, this is uh, the 8 bit sunglasses. You know, he's pretty cool. He's
3: living the life that I want to live. He's, like, he's I just know. all out on a Wednesday night. Like, he doesn't have work tomorrow. Like, he's just chilling.
2: Doesn't he have he's, any? He's Mario, you know? Doesn't he's freelance. Wants... Wants...
1: He's a plumber.
0: Say, isn't he yeah, wearing that's like true. an E3 pad? Yeah. <laughs> He's got us like anyway, I totally pass.
3: interrupted you. What's your, oh, no What's your first <laughs> experience with Kirby/fair Kirby slash favorite Kirby John James? just
2: beamed in from Popstar. So
0: he, so he flew in on a star here.
2: My favorite uh, Kirby game. I don't know. It's hard for me because I generally don't like Kirby. I hate to maybe bring the show down with that, but I, I see your lovely Kirby there. It's very nice. He's persuading <laughs> me to maybe like Kirby a little bit more. I don't know. He's
3: kind of pissed off in this plush, <laughs> but oh, yeah. He's
2: very angry. <laughs> yeah. ah, he's mad. He's mad at me. Um, Yeah, no. See... I've tried the first one. I can remember when I was 10. My sister got it for Christmas on Game Boy, and I was all ready for like the next Mario or whatever. You know, the commercials had hyped it up and everything. And then I realized you can just fly over the first level. And from there on, even as. At 10 years old, I was like, man, this is too easy. So I just kind of fell off of Kirby right from the beginning. I never really got onto it.
0: Yeah, that's what I... I gave you a hard time for it before, but saying that you don't like it because of the very, very first Kirby, I think it's like really doing a disservice to Kirby and himself. Because I, I think that... I mean, you have an SNES Classic, but I don't think you have a TV to play it on, but... You really need to play, uh, Kirby Superstar because I think that's the game that'll turn around any sort of, uh, non Kirby person to be like, oh, hey, this game's really freaking cool because it just like kind of ramps up. Like it starts, I was saying earlier, like, you know, it has like its own intro thing where it starts as that Game Boy game that maybe you like, maybe you didn't like, but then it gets crazier from there. It's like, oh, now this Dino Blade's weirder and then this and blah, blah, blah," you know. And then eventually you're like flying through space or there's like shooter levels and stuff and it's like super cool, you know, it's, um, Maybe I'll give it a
2: shot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I, re- I, I I recommend that one and you can beat it in like 4 hours, you know, it's not that long. It's not a whole lot of uh dedication, but you'll still be glad that you did it, you know. I'll try it. And I'm open
2: to liking Kirby. I mean, I downloaded the demo and everything, and I thought I was it was okay. It's just yeah. again, it was it was too easy for me. Yeah. I don't but, think the um, demo
0: I don't think the demo really does the justice to the game. Like I I already pre-purchased it. I already bought it, so I'll have it downloaded yep. tomorrow, but it's kind of like I was saying earlier uh Pretty much every Kirby I got, I've expected less, and then I've been pleasantly surprised, like, in a good way by it. So this is probably the first Kirby game I think I've ever bought on release. So I'm going to be like, hey, why not?
3: Yeah, me too, I think, yeah. actually. So, so be exciting.
0: So, yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I'm, at, I'm like, I, I want a new game for the Switch, and there's not a whole lot coming out, like, uh, indies-wise that I was interested in. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go for Kirby for Starlight Allies. Plus, I know that uh, I'm sure you're getting it for the... Uh, co-op right janet like for the brother play with your brother and all that i'm sure
3: yeah um and then also like i wasn't originally planning on playing a co-op like i knew that you could play it with like more people but i kind of you know i don't know how you guys are with how often how often you even co-op games like to their their entirety with someone but it's kind of like you know it's like it's this big like investment of like time and things and like Emotions, you know, it's like okay. Now I can only play this. It's kind of like when you watch a Netflix show with yeah, someone. Yeah, no.
0: I like, oh, that. now yeah. I can't
3: watch episode three because you're not here and you only saw two. You know, it's kind of like that. almost yeah. you do two saves? Um, <laughs> yeah, or you saves.
0: have
1: to yeah, watch it exactly. twice if you do sneak. Yeah, out. you got to yeah.
3: double up and then max surprise. Like, it's just you know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Um, so so, and then we already have a we have like our own backlog. I li- like I live with my brother. To for people that don't know, um, he's not just coming over to play games like every day or something. Mm-hmm. We already have this big backlog of like co-op games that we're supposed to do together that we haven't finished yet, so um, I wasn't about to take this on either. But I actually think this game specifically lends itself best to being played with like two or more people, Um, in part because it is like it's. I mean, all Kirby games are easy. This one, at least in the, from what the demo showed, is, like, on the easier end of that. And, like, since, like, Kirby's already really easy, it's kind of like when you have, like, something that's sweet and you're like, oh, now it's too sweet. You know, it's like there is that line yeah. where it goes from, like, you know, to the point where it's almost unbearable. Um, I don't think Kirby goes that far in terms of being easy, um, in my opinion, just because, like, I know a lot of people are complaining that, like, oh, the CPUs can just do everything for you. And they can but only if you let them. So like, yeah, if you're going to be lazy and just stand there, oh, yes, yeah, the yeah. game can't technically play itself. And, um, I can see why that might be unappealing to someone, you know, to an extent, but like, all right, then step it up. Like you're like, oh man, the group members will just do the project for me. It's like, well, now if you're not a piece of garbage, yeah. <laughs> like go do something then, you know, like you can, you know, the CPUs are kind of on auto- autopilot, like the same way, like, a, I mean, they're a little smarter than like a pet AI from like an older game, but like, you know, they'll you, you know, do as much as you let them to an extent. Um, but kind of for that reason, I think it's best with like another person because then that kind of downplays like the amount that it feels like the game's playing itself. Because now it's like, you know, you and an actual person in real life and you can kind of like I know even just playing the demo with my brother because um, he did it like once on his own and then once with me. Um, in both the versions of like the difficulties um, that the demo offered which was like I don't know they had like two like difficulties um, and they were like slightly different like levels that they had you play or something um, but like even that part was interesting because we were kind of like strategizing like okay hey, who do we want kind of in our party or whatever um, and like you know how do we want to like solve this little puzzle or get this little area or whatever we were doing um, and I thought that was kind of cool because it adds like a layer of like strategy to it so I like how kind of like you know and with any classic like game that's on the too easy scale like the easiest way to ramp it up is to say okay I'm going to go harder for like completionist territory so like let me try to get a few more like of the collectibles or collect all of like kind of whatever the level has to offer um, and that's an easy way to make any kind of maybe too easy Nintendo game a bit harder um, and unlike you know some other games I feel like being more completionisty with a game like Kirby or even, like, bringing back to the Yoshi comparison, like, it feels a lot more enriching because there's, like, not a whole lot. There's still level-based, so, like, the collectibles don't get crazy, right? It's not like Odyssey going for all the coins and all the, like, where it's overwhelming and just feels like kind of creating chores for yourself. Like, I actually do get some rewards out of, like, solving little puzzles that I don't really need to solve. Um, And especially in this game because it has a lot of, like, cool ability puzzle things. Like, even in the demo, it was, like, okay, there's water here, and, and like, I think we, we had thought of, like, two ways to fix it. One was, like, we could raise, I think, put a rock or something there was one idea, but I was, like, I'm gonna just freeze it, and then, like, that worked, too, like, so it was kind of mm. cool. I mean, obviously, it's pretty basic stuff, like, of course, you're gonna need fire to, you know, explode the bomb, like, it's not super hard to figure out, um, but it still is a little bit satisfying, and I'm sure it'll kind of build as the abilities build, and as you can kind of, like, combine things, like, you can have, like, a at one point, I had like a sword, and then I like hit it with ice, and it's an ice sword. So kind of like the lightsaber thing you were mentioning mm-hmm. earlier, Trey. Yeah. So, like, um, so yeah, I think it has like it is simple um, in its packaging and in like its combat, but I think there's complexity in the nuances, and I, I feel like there always is complexity in the nuances of Kirby, and that's kind of what I appreciate from the franchise in general.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there's some there's there's some good reviews out now for uh, Star Allies, and I and I've looked into them a little bit and there is a there is like a challenge mode that you can do where you up the difficulty on it so if you do want it to be harder you can do that and i also i totally, totally i totally agree with you um, there is a car, Kirby. You can kind of like make it harder if you want to. Like, say you want to play through the game and not fly. Like, you know, you could do that and just say you're not going to do it and make the game harder. You know, or you could be like, like in Kirby Superstar, where you can like uh, make a friend. You you don't have to do that. You could play it all by mm-hmm. yourself. I don't think you can do that in this because there's switches that you have to switch with multiple characters. But I wonder. I was wondering. It's like, what if you just don't make a guy and just play by, play through it as Kirby? You know, but you can do stuff like that where you kind of try to try to make it harder and the same sort of thing, like not standing around and letting your characters do the work. But if it's anything like Superstar, like the harder the bosses you get, like your guy will die. Like if you let your dude just fight the other guy, he'll get fucking killed and then you'll be like, and then he'll be gone, you know, and you'll just be the only one there, you know? Like I know I had I was dealing with that in Milky Way Wishes for uh, for Superstar for sure, where I would just totally use, lose the guy. And on the thing, uh, like a Kirby Adventure, that game is incredibly hard. Like I think, like the NES one is probably like the hardest one that I think I've played. So for anyone no, who says God, it is,
3: look, it's pretty challenging. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't no, want to like, do that again. I mean, I, I do, but not really. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just played it a couple of days ago on my NES Classic, and like, uh, I, like the fucking Sun and Moon like boss was killing me, like, like where it keeps like switching from one to another. Like, I had a really hard time with that. And I don't know if I ever actually fully beat it because I think I did get stuck at the very end at, at King Day Day Day. So you know, there, there's definitely a challenge to be had in these in the Kirby games. And uh, I don't I don't know if like Star Allies is best is is uh necessarily the best one to start off with. I guess if you're not into Kirby, but I say that everybody should at least play a <laughs> Superstar for sure. You know, because there's a lot of stuff to do on that. Uh, what is, what is you guys' favorite? Uh, I know Jeremy kind of touched on this, but what's your favorite uh, copy ability or transformation of Kirby that you can think of offhand? You could say the Beatle if you know. don't know. <laughs>
3: I don't think, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Gee, I don't know. I don't know. He becomes so many things, it's hard to like keep track of it i guess i probably want the nes ones but now i'm trying to remember exactly what they are um i can't really think of them so i'm just gonna use a cop-out answer and just go from like the star allies demo and kind of like keep it relevant any of the stuff that like involves like nature elements i think is fun you know like fire and ice or anything like that oh i think though kind of like once you had to bring it back to star allies my probably my favorite thing in star allies was that when you can become like the basically like the curling thing with a little like you oh, the, know
0: the friend the, was it the friend circle no, it's, it's like
3: it's like a literal like you know how when you do curling, there's like yeah, the, I did
0: that. Yep. the thing. Oh, oh, yeah. What is yeah, the yeah. name of the yeah. thing? Yeah, the into the wall. The ice. Yeah. What thing? is that
3: thing called? Uh, Where
0: well, you like sweep uh, in front of it. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know what it is. It I has like a I'm handle on it. Is it a puck?
3: Yeah. It's like, yeah, I like being in the puck because you can just like yeah. <laughs> crash into everything. And then um and I love like roll I, there's something so satisfying about rolling. Through a series of enemies, or taking a rock and just rolling through them, um, like I did a bunch of like recording even from the demo because I'm lame, and like that was definitely like moments that I would record when I like f- you know just like zoom down the hill and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, so, so yeah, I would say those are fun.
1: It's either called a stone or a rock. I just looked up the
0: internet. I think it's a stone. Yeah. It's a curly yeah, thing. Is. Called right. Stone. In- yeah
1: canada it's sometimes called a rock in other territories
0: yeah i think i think bringing curling into any game is pretty awesome and pretty hilarious i mean you know especially if you have ever played any of those old winter olympics games where like there was like some super nintendo game i played where like curling was like one of the most fun games to play on there of all the mini games but uh they probably have curling <laughs> in one of the mario and sonic games don't they yeah they have yeah, to, probably. They have the to. Winter it's olympics, a winter yeah. olympics thing
3: um yeah curling's definitely like a sleeper hit <laughs> yeah
0: I think one of my favorite ones from Superstar is the uh, is the microphone. You don't really get it that for that long, but I just love the noises that Kirby makes. Like the microphone is in Kirby's adventure as well. Except he doesn't make, he'll only make one noise. He just is like, meh. You know, but like in the Super Nintendo one, like for every, you, you like yell through like a megaphone first and then like he, uh... and what's the second one is like him like on a microphone the other one, like he has a guitar or something. I know the last one is like, he goes like, yeah, D-stool! he goes through a few like different that. animations. Yeah. But it's the same ability. Yeah, but he'll say a different thing every time and it kills everybody on the screen. Like that's always a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, especially the Super Nintendo one. I'll have to put the noise of him making have to have just him thought, those noise on here somewhere.
1: I say, I just thought of another one. I really like the wheel. Oh the
0: yeah, wheel the is wheel. Really cool. Yeah, the those wheel's great. Got... Yeah, because the uh, same thing with like doing the the doing the slant with the rock. You like take the wheel and just go really fast from like one thing to another. That's always it's kind of fun. fun to fight
1: a boss that's on a platform and you're on the wheel and you just got to make sure you don't roll off the edge and you just keep going back and forth.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned before I really like the yo-yo one from. Uh, superstar because because it, it kind of plays a little bit like ness like you can like throw the yo-yo forward or you can do like an up move also and there's like what's was really cool about superstars like all the different formations and a lot of kirby's games do this they all kind of have like um smash brothers moves almost where it's like up and mm-hmm. b is something and like or like forward and y or down and Y there's like all different moves that you can do and some of them mm-hmm. have like holds where you can grab them and throw them or like you know take the yo-yo and latch it onto them whatever and that's cool like the different uh moves you can do like the same with like the suplex there's like a suplex move that you can do where you just like grab them and start like either throw them down or throw them behind you or whatever those are always cool but uh what's uh what's you guys's favorite sub game to kirby if you can think of one those are the, my favorite kirby's are all the ones always the ones that have extra shit to do on there that you unlock as you go
1: i really like the uh the claw machine game i think that was in the super nintendo or that was on uh it's the an- one on the nintendo first
0: yeah it's on the yeah, nes the one iOS. for sure i know that yeah that was for-
1: a pretty fun game
0: if if you I know I mentioned it before in the show but you if you guys haven't played uh Part-Time UFO the uh phone game you should totally play that game because the UFO that's in that crane game is like in the iPhone game it's a HAL game they made they made it for the made it for the phone but that okay, the cool. little animation of the UFO is the same thing that's in that Kirby crane game also that that I saw the one that I really like I wish I could remember what the name of it is um, you, I know you said you had played uh, Mass Attack, right, Janet? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the uh, RPG game that you get on there? Like when you uh, unlock, it's called—I uh, don't
3: remember offhand. It's called
0: Kirby Quest, is what it's called. Like that was one of my favorite ones. That was actually the whole reason I bought Mass Attack was when I heard that there was like a kind of a Kirby RPG on there. I was like, oh, that's cool. But it basically just—I mean, it basically consists of like different battles that you do with different guys, and you'll have like you know your different characters will come together for you on that. But. It's really cool. There's also a uh, there there's one in the Wii one in Return to Dreamland that's kind of like Super Scope Six. It's mm-hmm. called like it's called like Kirby Scope, and you like shoot these giant robots like with the like with the Wii mode and the uh, you know, with the pointer control and all that. And that one's really fun. Like I had a I had a good time with that. If you guys watch the YouTube channel, you can see I, I played through that on the on the Wii one. But that's those are two that I thought really stuck out. Plus, there's like a rhythm one for uh Triple Deluxe. It's called like a Day Day Day's Drums, where like he uh, you jump from like one drum to another, and depending on when you hit the A button to jump he'll jump higher or lower and you try to get Mm -hmm. all these coins without getting hit like that one's really fun too but it's always it's always cool to see what extra what little extras they stick on there for the kirby games because like i said those are always my favorites the ones that have like really cool extra games on there and i know like some of the extras like they made like a whole game for that drum one and they made another whole game Mm -hmm. for like the the top down 3d one i forget that what that was called but that was on robobot but they released like a whole another version of that for like eight bucks with more levels. So some of them actually became become their own things and all that, which is pretty cool.
1: There is the one in a superstar that was pretty cool. Was super simple, but um, ended up being a one two switch. It's the one where you have to the like quick draw one. Yeah, you know, yeah, quick draw yeah. One. Yeah, yeah because right.
3: you, you already took the, the crane machine. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but yeah I, and I think it's cool how like you can kind of and I don't know how often it's like how often it's like intentional Um, probably pretty often if I had to guess but like there's so many threads of Nintendo history that you can see like throughout their franchises like even like this is kind of getting off topic but like you know the capture mechanic in like Odyssey like with like wearing the hat and everything it kind of just reminded me of like if you played Mario 64 on the DS like. You started off as actually like Yoshi in the Mario hat, like, and then when you got hit, you weren't Mario anymore. It was very odd <laughs> and not a very pleasant gaming experience. And then after that, it was normal, but um, like that kind of reminded me of that, like the idea of like just wearing the hat and becoming someone else. Um, so I think it's cool that like there's just so many like traces of that, just kind of in general.
0: Yeah, Odyssey totally ripped off Kirby by stealing the copy mechanic, right? Like the yeah, whole, uh, that's
3: it. so it's like a weird yeah. hybrid blend thing. I understand, and I, then, understand like, that, and then I feel yeah. like Yoshi always kind of borrows from Kirby, and you can even see that with like Epic Yarn versus like um you know Woolly World. Yeah. Um, though I don't know what was the Kirby game called Epic Yarn? Yeah, I think it was called yeah. Epic Yarn. Yeah, was- um, so yeah, like just seeing those come out kind of at the same time. Actually, for a while in games, like Yarn was just a thread. Like there was Unravel. Like everyone was just how Yarn was a thread. Yarn school. <laughs> <laughs> you said but, that on purpose. Yeah. No, I really didn't. I really wouldn't do that. Um, Not... Please drop me off this call if I would. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, that's some cool stuff.
0: Kirby Epic Yarn <laughs> is another game that like has Kirby in the title, but doesn't really play anything like a Kirby game. Like You can't really... Can't really suck or like uh, copy or anything yeah. like that, but it's really, but it's a really good co op game. Like uh, my fiance and I, like we uh, we played a lot of that game, like because that's a really fun co op game. We never played it all the way through, so so I haven't like similar thing. I haven't played the rest of it on my own, but it was a lot of fun to play. Like we we had a good time with it, and it actually can be really hard, like for the two player stuff. And uh, yeah, and <laughs> I was just gonna say in Woolly World, like has, was kind of was very similar, like lots of like if you play through it regularly, it's kind of easy, but if you try to collect everything, it's really hard. You know, it gets, Yeah. Gets a more difficult. Trying to collect
3: everything in that game was like really difficult. Like I didn't even try to collect everything. I just wanted to get the flowers. Um, that one I also called my brother. We did not finish it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that it was just it got really difficult. Like there's this one level that just like was too much. It was like a bunch of doors and things. But um, to your comment on Epic Yarn, uh, it makes sense that it didn't feel like a Kirby game because originally it wasn't going to be a Kirby game. That was kind of like a lat. Like I don't know how last minute it was decided to be a Kirby game. But when it was designed, it was just kind of like a general game. And they're like, what if we made a Kirby? And then they mm-hmm. then they did um so it kind of makes sense that it feels a little bit like not out of place but just like different mm-hmm.
0: um yeah i think like nintendo does that a lot with a lot of their properties where it's like which I which is part of what i like about them so much is they come up with a gameplay idea and then they kind of put the characters into it later you know they figure out the way the game's going to play and uh and, yeah and, and kirby's kind of been he's kind of an experimental character for a lot of stuff where it's just like uh we don't really know how to do this crazy mass attack thing where you c- control a bunch of guys with your stylus or whatever let's make them all kirby's you know like even though there's nothing really, mm-hmm. there's no like suckability or copy or anything like that. But it's kind of like, yeah, throw Kirby on there. We might actually be able to sell it, you know. So it's kind of cool. I they... bought it. It was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's good. It's it's a good game. It's on my list of uh favorite Kirby games. And uh, and and if you haven't played uh Kirby Triple Deluxe, is like twenty bucks on the three DS. If you still played, if you still play three DS, you can buy it for cheap, and that one's really fun. I think any of the mainline uh, Kirby games, like probably like Return to Dreamland, Robobot, or Triple Deluxe, I think are all great recommendations for
1: mm-hmm.
0: for if you want to, you know, if you're not really into Kirby but you want to try like a really good one. I think all of those are great. Um, Robobot was like my was like the game of the year. I think of that one year where like nothing really came out that Jeremy and I <laughs> did. Like uh, 2016 was like Robobot was one of my game of the year. When uh,
1: Color Splash was my game of the year.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I think my game of the year was uh, like. Tokyo Mirage Sessions and Kirby Robobot it was like it was like that one, but they were both great games. So you know, is there uh, is there anything else? Uh, is there anything I'm forgetting about Kirby? I know he's like he's, he has a very vast stuff. I haven't played like like I actually I ordered Kirby Tilt and Tumble, and I got the Japanese version of it, and uh, I didn't realize how difficult that game is to play. Kirby Tilt and Tumble, if you don't know, it's a uh, it has a gyroscopic sensor in it, like it was like very, one of the very first, like you know, like Wii or or uh, Joy Cons or whatever that technology. And um, it's it's like a Game Boy Color game, so it's made to be played like the old Game Boy. And if you try to play it like on a Game Boy Advance, since the since the cartridge is like reversed and goes in the bottom, it's like completely unplayable because everything is backwards. So uh I was having a hard time with that. You have to play with an old Game Boy and you also have to have a light to play it with. So I was trying to play it with the old non backlit Game Boy Advance and it's very difficult to play. But is there any uh is there any side ones that you guys have played? Did you try like uh Kirby did you try like Kirby Pinball or uh, or the block game or I know we mentioned the golf one
3: Kirby Air Ride no I actually haven't tried that <laughs> I, I, I bought Air Ride
0: um, that's a that's a weird game that's like that's like PUBG like way back in the day of uh, GameCube you know because you have Kirby. to the, yeah you get I remember like dropped reading about that when that was supposed yeah.
2: to be on the N sixty four Air and Ride it was oh yeah for it was a long no. time and then it just showed up on GameCube
0: no if you watch the if you watch the original Nintendo Power video that was sent to you to promote Nintendo 64, at the very end of the video, it shows, like, seconds of ten games at the very end, and one of them is Kirby Air Ride. It's, like, totally in there in that video. It's insane. They show, like, footage of, like, WCW and, like, GoldenEye and like all these other games and Kirby Air Ride is like one of the last ones and it shows him like floating around on the star and then years later it came out for GameCube but it's like such a strange game to where like you all get dropped into one area you go around trying to find like power-ups in different ways and then they throw you into some random multiplayer game at the end and you have to fight each other or have to race or whatever that's basically that game it's a totally PUBG of of the early 2000s. You know, Does it really so. have anything to do with Kirby though, or did they just put Kirby on it? Like, seems I like- mean, there's powers, there's powers that like that mirror his powers from the game. He's you on know? his
3: star, right? Yeah, he's on the pop yeah. star. But you can Here get, you
0: but you get different. Uh, I mean, you get different things you can ride also, so you're not always on the star. But but like, there's you know, they build these like the sword and like the and like the fire and like the and like the ice or whatever. They 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 look exactly like the copy abilities that you would have in a regular Kirby game. So I guess that's a similarity, and like the levels look like Kirby levels, but that stuff you could change and make, and it wouldn't really affect yeah, that much of the way tell. the game is. Like at that
3: point, you're just kind of guessing intent. But yeah. Kirby's had so many like non like there's more non-mainline Kirby games than mainline Kirby games, so it's like
0: yeah, yeah, no, there is. What
3: is what is yeah. anything anymore?
0: Yeah, no, that's kind of what um. I, that's kind of what I love about the guy. It's like put him on everything, and you can make it make it worthwhile, right? <laughs> you know, for the most part, you can be as weird as you want, and just throw Kirby on there, and it's game. Yeah, and that, I guess that's what that, happens when you design the character. And
2: he's just like a circle. With the
3: shoes exactly yeah, um yeah. and that's like one of the um when they like made him clay for yeah. rainbow first that was like one of their reasonings like the clay was kind of like both aesthetics but also to kind of like represent like how like malleable kirby is as a character and mm-hmm. how he can kind of be molded into anything
0: sure yeah i liked how in like same with like canvas curse on the ds where he's just a little ball and you just draw him around or what was the uh there was another one where you drew him right like there was another or no maybe that's Pac- no, that, right no was that the pac-man the pac-pix one that I well, there's did. one on the no, ds that, where you was there's too.
1: one on the ds where you like drew lines that kirby would roll along
0: oh no that's canvas curse that yeah, is that's, canvas curse that's what yeah. i was talking about yeah which is really good i mean i think both of them are really good like i really i really enjoyed the clay one because it's uh looks super pretty and it's a lot of fun to play um, did anybody watch the kirby tv show no kirby right <laughs> back at you <ya. laughs> kirby right back at you yeah that song I had 100 is,
3: episodes though
0: that song is so weird yeah the the anime or whatever it is so. i know like the song is on donkey konga if you guys ever played that's that, that's how i knew Game about Cube. it yeah the song yeah yeah the kirby kirby wow yeah
3: it's all a funnel it's all like channels to get you to get all the stuff it's
0: like we got a random great at that
1: kirby always sucks you in
0: yeah oh now you get off the call is there anything else you want to say about kirby i I don't want to keep you too much later here um is there any any last thoughts on our on our kirby topic here um
3: no i don't think so Uh, i'm gonna buy the game it's gonna be awesome also like well i guess two last thoughts one i wish it looked better i know people would think it looks really nice but i think it did kind of suffer from not being like 60 fps even though like that sounds kind of silly because it's like graphics in a kirby game like Mm -hmm. it's literally a cartoon but
1: really it's really noticeable in the demo
3: yeah, it looks so hopefully it looks cleaner maybe later. I don't know. But um it definitely looks like a last gen game on a current gen console, and that's kinda awkward. But yeah, that's just generally awkward. So I do wish it looked nicer because it does seem it's a little fuzzy at parts, I feel like. But other than that, I don't really have any other like major criticisms of it. I'm excited for it. Um and like uh it's so it's so cute without being like too a little bit over the top cute, I feel like. Uh, like I'm currently playing Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time also with my brother, and I love that game, and it's it's fun, it's very adorable, but, um, but there are many times he turns to me like, this is way too, like, cutesy, you know, because it's, like, literally, like, mm-hmm. you're saving the worlds from the evils against anti-love, you know, it's, like, it's like very, like, you're saving buddies and stuff in space, like, it's super cute. Um, yeah, this one kind of, it doesn't go that extreme, but I love how you just, like, take the little heart and you throw it at people, and... Um, you can, like, kiss your party members to, like, heal them, which I still haven't completely figured out
1: oh, yeah. um, on They're how rubbing. to even do.
3: But I have succeeded to do it at one point, point. Um, and it's adorable and funny. Um, so so I like those little aspects of it, and I think it's 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 very cutesy even for a Kirby game, but I think it's, like, to its benefit because it's kind of just funny how, like, adorable they make it, like – okay, we're all going to roll together in a ball or, like, you know, we're, we're going to do a little friend train and, like, loop our way around. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm excited to see how ridiculous and cutesy it gets with it um, and to see kind of, you know, what else this Games has to offer in terms of, like, what new abilities might come up or just kind of – I'm excited to see, like, new characters or rather older characters come back in there. I know it's getting DLC pretty early on, um, so it'll be intriguing to see, like, how often are they going to be rolling out stuff like a lot for this game like it's kind of weird they're having dlc so early um it kind of sets like almost an expectation that there's going to be like not a steady stream of support for this game cuz that'd be weird but just like you know a few more updates kind of throughout um which is cool like i think it's nice that nintendo's you know trying to support this game and make it uh, you know, a real thing and not just something to fill in kind of the quietness pre E3. Um, so yeah, so looking forward to it. For sure.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering with all the extra characters they're adding on there in DLC, if they're going to have some sort of like extra single player on there. I don't know. It is kind of weird to add because I don't think any, as far as I know, there isn't like much DLC in any of the other Kirby games, or at least I don't think there uh-huh. has been. So yeah, that's an interesting thing to be added on there. I honest, I didn't really notice the the frame thing, but maybe it's, hopefully it's just the demo. You know, I I just I don't really know that much. I can't really I can't really tell, I guess, unless they're put together. Unless I see it like yeah, 60 me neither. Or and whatever. that's how I
3: know it's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> which sounds like really extreme, but like like when I play Doom on Switch, like mm-hmm. I'm like I this is bad. Look, it looks dusty. Um, and everyone's like, it looks great, and I'm like, you're yeah. lying because I don't care about graphics at all. So if I say it looks bad, that means it's like you know like of of like it's noteworthy like if mm. people also might not care but um yeah i didn't yeah, have problems so. with
0: doom either so, <laughs> but i played it on <laughs> both i played it i played like through half of it on ps4 and then on switch also but i don't know i just i guess i'm not really good at catching uh frame rate and stuff like that i guess as long as it's not like chugging and like affecting the gameplay it doesn't really doesn't really bother me yeah either. for sure but uh yeah the kirby kirby comes out friday um it's a uh, you know it'll be it's i'm excited about it it's a uh, like i said this is our janet first uh First Kirby game getting on the day, so it'll be it'll be a fun time. Um
1: is this a full price game? I mean is It, it is. Okay.
3: It is, unless oh, you I have Best here. Buy Gamers Club unlocked Which I and then you can twenty oh, percent no,
0: <laughs> or <on> Amazon <laughs> or, <laughs> is or whatever. 20%? Right? Yeah.
3: It's decent. Try percent, all games <laughs> all the time.
0: Yeah, you could do yeah, all that so uh,
3: taking advantage of that. Um it kinda makes me sad because I can't like buy my games at GameStop. Like I like GameStop more than Best Buy by a lot, but like mm. I'm trying to go where the discounts are at. So sure. that's <laughs> why. Um, but yeah, I'm going to pick it up there.
0: Is uh, is Toys R Us fully closed now? I mean, I heard that they were like yep. closing that's this way week. I was going to say. They're they're officially done because I was gonna say if they aren't maybe maybe they somehow got no they probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have got a shipment since they know they're closing because I wanted nope. to try to see if there's any sort of crazy game closeout stuff. With have them. you guys
3: but... gone to like you know depressingly pay your last respects to Toys R Us?
1: <laughs> I need to. I wanted the to but they're close
0: like dying Toys R yeah. Us. I mean, they're, I thought I heard they were closing like now, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just heard it today. Yeah, I heard yeah, that they they were closed, so, today they are closed today they're
2: done. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they did, did get one last shipment of games. Mm. So it seems like it was a pretty sudden decision. So yeah, I was gonna say I you mean, could try to, to get. out today, so
0: you could try to get Kirby there, but they probably didn't order it since they know they were closing. But I did use I used some of those gold coins on it, like whatever I had left. I had like three dollars hmm. worth, so I did take a I took the tax off of it. So. I Pretty much just yes, made it 59.99, you know, something. And it's then I actually I, I ended up it's better getting... than
1: just watching those coins sit in your account for two years or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I ended up. Uh, well, it hasn't been out for. Well, I don't know. I don't know how. It's been over a year. You no, know, I mean those gold coins. I figured they were all switch gold coins. I don't know how it works because some of them like.
3: Me neither it's Ex- not very clear or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're intuitive. I'm just like, oh, I can save money, sure.
0: But I did, um, I did get like an extra like six bucks off of my next purchase for buying Kirby digitally. So it does oh, come around, you that's know. Cool. I think some of them have bonuses depending on what it is. Like some of them will say like hundred coins or whatever. Like if you get this, so because okay. I didn't know how that worked, that I already got maybe like maybe it's six like bucks. new
1: releases. Like if you buy them mm-hmm. right away, you get. Bonus points. Oh, yeah, that would make that would, sense.
3: It yeah. would make
0: sense. Yeah. So, um
3: but yeah, uh, before I head out on the note of the Toys R Us thing, which is like totally off topic, but yeah, Frank safaldi from the Game History org. Like, if you guys haven't like checked that out, check it out. It's like they're a nonprofit preserving video game history. They have a Patreon. They're awesome. You can get like a bunch of cool, like old information about like really obscure stuff in, in gaming. But uh, he posted on Twitter, went and paid my last respects to towards our us last night it's a weird dreamy wasteland in there now and it's like four images of like this really destitute empty <laughs> empty towards R us and it's just like it looks like something from you know there's like some natural disaster and everything just got like looted or something is what it looks like um yeah i posted that a day ago check it out it's pretty depressing but also i don't know it's like weird like it's kind of going to see the train wreck of it all but um but yeah, I thought it was cool. They kind of went there and, you know, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there might be a few kind of still floating out there. But I do know that they got like word that they're like basically closing everything. So it's probably just a matter of time now. Um, I was in a, a block. My, the last Blockbuster I went to, I was like there when it was closing. Like it had all its like last sale, like clear and stuff. Uh, it was pretty crazy to, to go because I would actually go like even, you know, into the, you know, 2010, 2013. I was still like going to Blockbuster just to get some stuff. and. Mm-hmm. So when it died it was pretty pretty sad. But yeah. If, yeah. But keep buying your games digital only, Trey. <laughs> it's my fault. It, don't I did care it all. who gets your hurt fault. along the way. I did digital a my only fault. people are always like, Why is everything closing? This is so upsetting. And I'm like, Oh, the I internet. don't know. I wonder why. I'm just messing <laughs> <laughs> with you. Trey's bought a
1: lot of amiibo.
2: That's true.
3: It's true. Actually, the very yeah, first
1: supported he supported toys the rest of the I, No, it's yeah, <laughs> <that's> true. But <laughs> I saw
2: him personally strangling Jefford Jeff the Drift, So you know, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Don't well, bring
0: that, up. Ma-
1: that mascot <laughs> needed to go. We all knew it.
0: I, uh, yeah.
3: Anyway. No. The very. All right, guys. It's uh, been fun. I was gonna say uh, uh, on this going off to my own dreamland and then waking up in a few hours to finish my work. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys later.
0: Uh, all right.
3: Uh, have this, fun making your friend trains podcast and non.
0: Sure. Thanks for uh, having
3: me on. Uh, hoping to be back soon.
0: For sure. Uh, thanks for yeah. Mine. Thanks a lot, Janet. Thank you. Um, uh, and you we later. can we can catch you at uh, Game Onysis, right? On
3: uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. for Sure thing. Uh, yeah. Twitter at Game Onysis, which is spelled Game O N Y S U S. It's my handle across all social media on all everything. I'm on YouTube. Uh, I have a Patreon that you know feeds into that YouTube channel. Um, I'm kind of starting back again on Twitch. Once again, same handle, Game Onesis. Just uh, did a live stream of the Stanley Parable, which was crazy because I never played it. And I was like, what? Um, so check that out. Uh, it was pretty interesting trying to get all the different endings that I could in the span of about two to three hours. <laughs> I streamed it for. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for all of that. And all right. I'll see you guys when yeah. I see you.
0: Yeah. So that's been episode one, one, two. Thanks for coming on, Janet. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
1: Jerry Mikowski.
0: John Nitter. Janet Garcia. And, uh, you know, you can catch us at nintendomainpodcast.com, uh, uh, YouTube, I have a YouTube site, uh, youtube.com slash fingmater, F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. Uh, check out uh, Game Onesys is your is your YouTube also, Janet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out Janet's YouTube, uh, check out our Twitches. Um, is it the same Game Onesys for Twitch also, twitch.tv? Yeah. Same thing here, uh, slash nintendomainpodcast, catch all that, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.
1: Later. Back for one frame.
0: Yeah. This is the frame rate for Kirby right here, from what I've heard.